listen, if you know, if you guys know us, clearly, we're clearly, we're, listen, we love what we do, but we're clearly in it for the money. That's why we, that's how we, that's why we <laughs> fucked our friends over. Jesus. <laughs> Holy fuck. No. I'm not proud of that. But, but I got a, I got a, I got a big ass house now, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. Let's just say it moved me to a bigger house. Oops. I said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. Oh, dear. <laughs> Hello friends, how are we? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now you should be able to talk. <laughs> we can talk now. How are we? How's things? Ah, uh, sure. Live and kicking yourself. Ah, uh, look it. You know, I'm just out here living the dream. Trying, trying one, one step at a time to live the dream, I guess. I don't know what one I'm talking social, about. One socially distant step at a time. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, keep the distance. Yeah. Keep the distance. You can't be going around the place not socially distancing when you're taking steps toward your dreams, as we know. <laughs> you can if you're as long as you're wearing a mask. Ah, I see. Uh, but, but they don't work according to Tyler X. Oh man. Oh don't, don't Did you don't, see don't. uh did you see Brighton Beach today? No, do I want to? Oh, God. Shit show. Heat wave isn't there over there? Yeah, it's a shit show. But they're on they're moving on to wave three now over there. <laughs> oh good lord. I've seen sure, it. Aren't they at it the whole time, them lot? Oh, stop. Stop. Zero days since they were at it. How are we anyway? How's your lives? Grand, I'm only out of bed a couple of minutes. So, uh, nice. I'm, I'm starting off with an old uh, liquid breakfast, I think. Oh, I think we'll do that. So, yeah. A libation. Puff of all. Oh, that's the stuff. Ooh, climax. Please indulge. Oh, oh I shall. So anyways, it's uh, episode 153 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast with myself, Steve. I have Nicky, Gordo and Fitz with me. Holy hell, four-man boot. Full house. Four Full house. Been all a while. the lads, all the lads. <laughs> we won't, we won't Gonna be send lads. it, gonna send it. <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely sending stacked. it. Uh, and stacked with lads than Brighton Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty in the chat there. The chat is stacked with lads. We thought the, um, we thought the FA Cup final would kind of take some people away. But uh, let's oh no, see. I forgot about the game. Yeah, J Dog is a Chelsea fan, so he he won't be here. He's he's probably watching the match. But I really yeah. want, for once in my life, I actually want J Dog to be happy tonight. <laughs> I want Chelsea to win this game, and I hate both of those clubs with an absolute passion. Mm-hmm. But if Chelsea win, that means Spurs at least get straight through to the group stages of the Europa League. Whereas oh, if no. Arsenal win, we go into the second qualifying round. Which so why do you want to be in it? Well, we're in it now, so like, there's not much we can do. Oh, it's Wolves that need to need uh, our Chelsea to win, isn't it? Wolves uh, will get in then because Chelsea get the exactly. The, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, right. I, I want to. I want to call Crassie to ask something. Rian, how the fuck did you buy ten four in one trays? Yeah, I was reading that as well. I was going to ask the same. What's he talking about? He said he pulled a Pat McAfee while drunk last night and on, went online and ordered ten four in ones. What? So a 40 and 10? 
<laughs> for people, I don't know if it's a thing outside of Ireland. Four and one is a chi- Chinese dish of what was it? It's chicken, curry rice, rice chips. curry chips. Yeah, hmm. like that. That's impressive, man. That's that, that's actually weirdly <laughs> impressive. I, I want to say I'm proud of you. Fucking hell, that wasn't cheap either. No, no. that was probably hundred euro. Probably not far off of that. <laughs> yeah. Well done. <laughs> now, how ma- how much of those did you actually get through? Is the question. That's, that's the big thing. I w- I'd see that as a challenge. If I accidentally done that, I wouldn't go asleep till I fucking had all ten of them. This is the this is the Tesco family lasagna all over again. Uh, I have to put up on YouTube. I tried to record it. What's the name of the guy you watch on YouTube? Fits those all eating challenges. Oh, beard meets food. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch him. He's got a million subscribers as of last week. He is like a normal looking fella. Like he doesn't have a gut at all. He's only about maybe five foot ten. But like he consumes about ten to twelve thousand calories like it's a fucking glass of water. It's impressive stuff. He's gonna die. <laughs> um so he said there was five people there, so essentially it was two four and ones for double everyone. the food. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> the email didn't come through so you ordered it a second time lovely yeah fucking eat it yeah but we love uh, you anyway I, I still uh, like yeah. the idea of attempting to eat 10 four in ones <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love I love all of the ingredients of this hey. I would give it a go later, later on Saturday night like it's well you're used to having four in one in your mouth huh? hey yeah. hey penises uh, speaking no. of speaking of Saturday nights, I'm going to bring this up, and I, I'm wonder, I'm wondering what the reaction is going to be. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker! The king is back. No, no, notorious. Is anyone surprised? I mean, Nicky, he's retired. You know, he can't be going around the place accepting challenges, as we know. He, he's retired more times than Brett Favre. I believe nothing when it comes <laughs> to retirements. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, no one believed him that he. Uh, that he wants to retire but is this to fight Tony Ferguson or what is it Calabib well Calabib oh, Calabib Gaethje has been signed isn't it so yeah. it's either he's getting the winner of that or he's getting Tony I really like Tony I really, really like Tony, like Tony. you're going on my uh, bit Tony <laughs> <laughs> um, that's weird that or he's fighting Manny Pacquiao that's the other one he'd win that one uh, I believe I believe he'd win that one. Yeah, that's, last that's, of the fucking Pacquiao fights. There was talks that it was going to be a, a money weather two flight Ooh. fight. Ooh. Like to be fair, he's probably running low on cash considering he only yeah. got what about two hundred million from the first fight. So look, if, that, that kind of store is expensive. You can only go around fucking <laughs> so many people before you fucking run out of money. Like if they're, if they're doing the second that one, you have to go more MMA rules though. You can't have another straight boxing match because people are going to get destroyed. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people will still pay money to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I don't even need the fight. I just need the promotional tour again. That was yeah. fucking incredible. That was great. Why do you have a school bag? You can't even read. I lost my life. <laughs> but the the look, it's no secret that uh, McGregor is not thought of highly in Ireland anymore. So what I'll be interested about? to he's see. A, he's our most prominent Irish sports star. Irish, Irish sports, sports star. star. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'll be interested to see what the interest levels will be like in Ireland. Because in America it'll be fine. I mean, you know, McGregor, McGregor, you know. But like, could he not have held off a couple of weeks and just announced it the week that UFC four came out or something? Yeah, or announced it. When is that? F- middle of August, fourteenth. 
Oh boy. Yeah. Game Pass. It, come, it comes out on uh, early access next week. Next Friday, this, this coming Friday. That yes, is tantalizingly our... close. Yep. I love it. Have we, uh, I've already finished my career um, that I started oh, two nights ago. For UFC 3, is it? Yeah, I went back to get myself warmed up um, and realized I've never done a women's career in it, so I made a character called Circa. <laughs> and, um, Hi, guys. So, yeah, so that's and, where she was. Yeah, and so literally, uh, actually, I haven't finished a career yet, but I'm 42 and 0 at the moment. So uh, Nice. Yeah. So instead of pounding dick for the last year, she's been pounding other bitches. Um, Pretty much. Kind of. Like one of her coaches did turn around at one stage and say, uh, was it, um, you're really touching her up out there. And I was on the verge of uh, opening up my notes app and writing an apology for Twitter. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bit of an instinct reaction. But uh, yeah, it's, fun. It's, it's, it's getting me hyped up for UFC 4. Uh, yeah. What is the crack with these like Mortal Kombat style fights in there? I noticed there's like different characters and settings and stuff. They're doing something a bit different. You just have to. You just have to get the game and find out. Yes. Hashtag on brand. We'll be staying on brand a lot that week, I think. Uh, I will say I am wearing my UFC T-shirt. There you go. And your um, name so is Mark. I am an absolute UFC Mark. I have no problems with that at all. I'm going to potentially go back and watch all of the Ultimate Knockout videos in the run-up to this being released. I've been meaning to go back and watch the early seasons uh, of Tough Enough. Or not tough enough. Uh, oh, Ultimate Fighter. Because yeah. look at the names that came out of that. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Or even that first uh, Stefan Bonner and Forrest Griffin final in the first season is just fucking bananas fight. I'm, Absolutely I'm sure, brilliant. I'm sure I'm not alone in the world in this, but that's the first UFC fight I ever saw. Really? There you go. Yeah. They, um, they maintained it was. It's the fight that made the company. Like. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 100. percent Like. Um, yeah. First one I saw, and as soon as I saw it, I was hooked and yeah. went essentially hunting. For more of it, so I was—I'd never heard of it until like uh, Ken Shamrock showed up in WWF, and we're like, "What is this MMA crack?" And then you yeah. watch it, and you're like, "Oh man, <laughs> this isn't like the Karate Kid at all." Why aren't they hitting the Irish whip? Yeah, those early shows though are odd when you watch them back, because you know you've got yeah. someone doing full like karate versus someone doing full jiu-jitsu. There was no yeah. proper mix thing; it was literally <laughs> one style against another. It was really weird. And no weight classes. Yeah. <laughs> just free for all. Rory with the good show, actually. Mickey Gall, UFC's Maven. What's he at now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And he could really talk as well. I, uh, I, I had high hopes for him. He had a fight recently. He uh, did, actually, he, yeah. He lost, he lost a decision to Mike Perry back in June. So imagine when they're back in the States, he'll probably get booked for something again. I, got, I, I don't remember him taking a huge amount of damage in that thinking back so I'd imagine he'd be okay to be on a card soon enough so he's he's, he's, six, he's, six, and, he's six and three he, they're, they're not gonna get rid of him yet he's he's yeah. basically win loss win loss win loss for his last six fights they're, mediocre they're not record so. yeah he he does alright yeah uh, in related um, to McGregor news I finally got rid of my proper 12 last weekend proper 12 oh, nice. So yeah, I've had it for like the last year. Uh, trying, trying to get rid of it at every party. Bring it there. What's the try out the proper time? <laughs> I got rid. Of, I, I got through a good chunk of it. Yeah, I poured a lot of the Gordo's glass last time I was over this place. Um, but yeah, I was down in, uh, at a party last weekend, and I just uh, decided to leave it there. Um, <laughs> one of the other guys picked it up uh, to throw his dad. So uh, he went home uh, 
to his dad's house afterwards. He had all his dad's whiskey and just left the proper 12 there. Uh, so when his dad went out to get the whiskey on Sunday night, I could hear from the kitchen, was, give me back my fucking whiskey. Take this knacker piss out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Uh, Kev's dad. Oh, I should have known. Knacker yeah. like piss. <laughs> I feel like that's a form of domestic abuse. <laughs> like imagine taking a man's whiskey and leaving that shite behind. Is your pro- The proper 12 was, for you is like a cursed monkey paw. That just keeps getting passed around for three more wishes. <laughs> like, I, the, the night he was over here, he really tried to kind of like, ah, you know what, I'll leave it here. And Paddy's like, no. <laughs> no. Pour, pour some more in the glass and bring it with you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not nice. It's not good. Is it really not good? Okay. And you hear people say that it is all right. It's nothing special, but it's all right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's knackered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this way now, I'd rather have a drop of powers than that. Right. Right, I'd, right. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather get into the toilet duck than fucking get into another bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's at the toilet duck again. <laughs> oh man, they both have the same effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> Summer slam on a boat. On a boat. Uh, <laughs> they're all gonna be wearing nautical team pashmina afghans. <laughs> um, Sorry, man. If they don't, if they don't yeah. manage to bring in T Pain, if this happens, they're yeah, <laughs> they literally have to get the Lonely Island and T Pain and just have them do the intro video or something. It has to be done. <laughs> I'm surprised that um, AEW didn't do that when they had their cruise one. Yeah, remind that. me about that. Did they have an episode of Dynamite taped there? Or yeah, 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 they did, yeah, yeah. Two. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two, so yeah, two. I've been noticing this: Are WWE just going around cleaning up the SEO for AEW? <laughs> Because like if you search eye for an eye match, eye for an eye match now, you're going to get WWE. Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. There's always these weird little things they're doing, and oh, now they're so going to be both. See, see, I think you're really giving them way too much credit here. Where in reality, their creative and booking team are like, uh, what, what, what do, what do we do here? Yeah, what, what are they doing? Okay, let, let's just do that as well. Yeah, that's, and that's promoter more likely. More. And uh, the, that was the whole greatest wrestling match ever. So that when people Google it, they're going to get Orton versus Edge. And then they done a top ten list of the year, and it's only number two. That was my favorite part of twenty twenty. <laughs> uh, we what had to listen to one? greatest. Uh, the greatest was the was a Styles D bride that was on the Friday before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Amazing. They spent six weeks or whatever it was calling it the greatest wrestling match ever, and Did then three or four weeks afterwards. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do the rest of the show without my headphones, so just I'll, I'll, I'll go for visual cues when you speak. Um, but if this is SummerSlam on a boat and you've got uh, NXT Triple X the night before, NXT. will the boat, NX, is it going to be on the boat? Is TakeOver going to be NXC TakeOver? Ha 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 It has to be. It's the only way, that's the only way to do it. Cross is actually oh. going to try and fucking throw Keith Lee overboard. Yeah. Yeah. What about a WCW one night stand on a boat? Uh, they could do that too. Uh, super show drone. <laughs> Will any of the championships be defended on this boat? <laughs> in a Hell in a Shell match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, nautical jokes. Drown Jewel. Drown Jewel. There you go. Wait a minute. Is this how fucking Braun Strowman is going to come back? 
The Fiend will have a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, and then Braun all, Strowman just swims up. <laughs> he catches a full boat. We all know that the swamp and the wild compound backs onto a desert island. Yeah, exactly. And then when they dock at the end of SummerSlam, they'll dock in an island and Vince McMahon will welcome us to Sports Entertainment Island. And we're yeah. sorted. And that's where... And that's where <laughs> TLC, and that's where this pay per view payback lash that's going to be on right afterwards. A week later, they have another another pay per view payback. A week later, yeah, payback end of the line, payback lash end of the line. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, but I, I'm all on board, so to speak. Um, <laughs> a, didn't even mean that one. Uh, this pay per view on a boat, hook it to my veins. I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah. You're not, you're not pumped? No, I'd be all for it. Uh, only if the cinematic mm. match is a Falls Count Anywhere Championship scramble match. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> what about King the, of the Safety the Ring? Royal. Green in the chat. King of the Safety Ring. <laughs> Fantastic. That sounds slightly sexual. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, I suppose. <laughs> if, you're into, if you're into that kind of thing. Like, it's 100% not going to happen, but the rumours of this were the greatest part of wrestling this week. Oh yeah, greater than a botched destroyer slash blockbuster attempt. Wait, wait till next week. The, the meltdown that's going to happen. Well, not meltdown. The the Twitter sphere is going to be electric next Wednesday night. Oh, there, is that there a, is a spoiler. spoiler? Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. um, Queen. The spoilers are out there for who moderated the Jericho Orange Cassidy thing because they taped the two episodes this week. So, do you want to know? Go seek it out. Anyway, um, well, I had the thing about the profits in there. They had their quarterly call thingy, and they they had estimated uh, what was the profits to be eleven or basically twelve million, and the actual one was forty three point eight million. Basically, a lot of savings based on not having to run shows and firing lads. You know, as in oh wait, and firing lads. No, 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 no. The firing lads isn't included because they're paying the day. Ah. So the ninety day only ended in July, which was after the quarter. So there Jeez. you go. Bite, so bite this, stock now because the profit's going to be up this month la- or this fucking quarter, lads. Yeah. <laughs> so you think the amount of money they saved on not traveling around the country, putting on live shows. It really, so. you know, completely kiboshes this whole philosophy that, you know, all businesses are struggling, all businesses are making cuts. We need to do this now to ensure the profitability of our company for our shareholders, blah, 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 etc., etc. No, you took advantage to fucking trim down the old wage bill. Which we knew was coming, but it needs to be semantics. done. Like, it did need to be done. The post-mania call they hadn't had in about five years. Just yeah. don't do it now. Like that was the thing that everyone was saying. Is like, okay, we most logical people could say, okay, ninety-five percent of the people let go. You're, mm, yeah, probably understand that. But now, really, did you have to do it now when there's literally no chance of them gaining employment anywhere else? I suppose it was a matter of them going yeah we'll, we'll, this works out well in our favour it's time kind of thing yeah, it's just come on Mike Canellis like come on yeah well they seem to be holding uh, literally we don't know if uh, the severed nerve in Rey Mysterio's eye is going to fully heal until we know if he signs a new contract or not <laughs> that's literally what's happening right now well he made a great appearance on Quizlemania this week to be fair oh, yeah I watched it it was very funny that's a good show I'm going to go back and watch most of the, uh, the other ones now just checked the share price has gone up $2.50 since Thursday <laughs> oh. oh my days I'm surprised by that because remember I think it was Gordo shared that the uh, 
they sold off a lot of shares last two weeks ago I think it was Stephanie yeah. Vince. so I, when I saw done. that I was expecting the share price to be going down for you know they're they're baiting the or they're beating the the insider knowledge of knowing the shit was going to go south and cashing out while they could get a premium but it seems weird now that the share price has gone up that they sold that stock so did something mm. change I wonder two, two Kevin Dunn ago. made another million dollars how two. much stock does he have yeah Damn. Two weeks ago, they were actually at, they were actually worth more than they are now. So that's you okay. dropped that's you dropped by around about three dollars, and it's since gone up two fifty. Um, okay, in the so last maybe they were days. smart. So, in other words, they probably bought they probably bought them back. <laughs> yeah. And talks is a good one for the Rey Mysterio thing. If to say his sight is improving, it equals talks are going well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's suffering a relapse. Oh, he's <laughs> Why would he want to sign a new contract there? I, I, I don't understand that. Money, money, and his son. That's the son is the main thing, I'd say. Yeah. Get his son to the, the in there. How's the son? Yeah. Which one? Son. Son of God. <laughs> that Dominic Kidd has had a good enough run. Sure, didn't he appear in a ladder match like 15 years ago? I mean, it's time to move on. Yeah, and he's the current <laughs> UK champion as well, like. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it. Um, but yeah, this, this one, I love this idea. New Japan put out. Uh, so I assume it means King of Pro Wrestling 2020 yeah, so KOPW 2020 so after teasing a controversial idea backstage um, Okada had a special press conference today to announce the blah 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 title unlike any other championship in New Japan Pro Wrestling this will not have a championship a championship belt but um, and instead be reset at the end of each year so the provisional uh, KOPW 2020 will be decided across two nights uh, on August 26th and 29th Eight wrestlers will wrestle in four single matches on August 26th. Each wrestler will bring their own desired match rules to the first round. So Okada suggested that there could be all kinds of rules, two out of three falls, ladder matches, cage matches, it could be anything. Fans will vote on the wrestlers' rules on the singles matches. Uh, the single match will be contested under. The winners of those singles matches will advance to a fatal four-way match on August 29th under regular four-way rules. The winner of that match will be the champion. Uh, the title can be defended until the end of the year with stipulations to be voted on by fans the winner of the latest title match of the year will be presented the trophy and the process begins anew in 2021 uh, so yeah basically something totally different for um, New Japan which I think is a great idea I love the sound of this veins yeah, it's a total departure. Even using the word ladder match, I was like, yeah. holy shit. Like they've had one ladder match and it was a ring of honor match. Like, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, yeah. Just as a call out, um, we've seen the quality of New Japan table, uh, tables. What the oh fuck are God. New Japan ladders going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a TLC match could be a fucking, that's a death match in New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> wooden ladders like that's what I'm expecting <laughs> yeah wooden ladders fuck made of the same titanium level wood that the tables are made out of <laughs> it, it takes four of the lads just to lift one of the ladders essentially it's all the big show ladder it's the big show ladder yeah, every a, <laughs> tables like are made that. of solid oak carved out of a singular tree <laughs> it's a gimmick that you can kind of literally book on the fly as well so depending on what's hot what's not what they need to fill on a show there doesn't there doesn't even you you are very much hot gordo uh there um there doesn't need to be much creative booking or long-term logic with this either which is it's kind of like the 24 7 rules within wwe yeah. it gives them carte blanche to be creative and book things on the fly or if they've got a spot on a show they can use it so it, it's, it a, it's king of the ring meets the hardcore 24 7 title 
type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I do just want to quickly throw back to something Fitz said. Booking on the fly is all WWE booking, not just the 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, this could yeah. be great. And, it, you know, those tag matches, the, the, you know, the, the earlier cards are just filled with all these six-man and eight-man tags. That removes one or two of them anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it'd be a totally new approach to the show. I, I'm really looking forward to True. it. Plus, if they're going to reset it every year, uh, then the first show after the new year will be the, the Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom. So they could really kick it off on Wrestle Kingdom as being a kind of a marquee event, especially if it's a two-day event. So they could have it, say, night two, you're going to have the first round of the King of Pro Wrestling. Winner of the New mm. Japan Rumble is your provisional champ. Yes. <laughs> Bring back the Rumble. Love the Rumble. Yeah. But I think they're doing it for King of Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they'll be doing it from you know this time of the year though. That's when yeah. it'll reset by the sound. After of it. the G one, probably usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, there, um, there's also uh, they're doing a US based New Japan Cup as well. Mm. Yeah. So uh, the more news as to what eight people in it, Incl- including yeah. uh, Carl uh, Frederick Kent- Kenta. Kenta. So Kenta's obviously still in yeah. the states. He isn't over in Japan. That's mm. why he hasn't been involved in anything at the moment. I assume well, he still has a place in Florida. Yeah. Poor, poor Will Osprey is still lamenting the fact that he's stuck in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Missing all the fun. Um, Interesting was the layout, though. Oh, I wonder who uh, is going to get to the final of that. I was kind of looking at it and trying to fantasy book it. You're looking at probably Kenta, Jeff Cobb, one semi final, and Tamatonga, and oh, who's the fourth one? I can't even remember off the top of my head. But like, th- th- there's good lads there that you're going to get a good tournament out of. Mm. And that's going to be what, the end of this month that's on? I think so yeah I think so I yeah. only kind of half saw it yesterday but yeah uh, fuck it anything against wrestling on my TV good mm, wrestling especially new Japan wrestling yeah and it's going so to be you want more so you're looking for more wrestling on your TV well Cody Rhodes has just a thing for you apparently <laughs> I don't know how true this is but he was quoted in an interview with ESPN um, about the Dynamite third hour or the AEW third hour it's hard to know what it is uh, he says I think probably in four to six weeks I'll have a firmer answer uh, there's still very, uh, that's still very much the case the format of the show might be different it might rely on the production we have already in place it might not I know we've got all kinds of plans uh, blah 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 the goal of the third hour would be to showcase a different crop of talent from AEW it's very hard when you have this much talent you only have a six, uh, single weekly show it's hard to keep people in the mix um, as a wrestler it's even harder to train for the only way to train for wrestling is still wrestling it's been an adjustment even without the pandemic and if I had my way and maybe it will that third hour is a space to see some new men and women including men and women not on the current roster so it's unclear does if he means Dynamite is now three hours or it's a second show like oh, a WCW second Thunder definitely yeah. second now, since, since then he uh, quote tweeted an article from our good friends at Ringside News. Oh, quality uh, journalism. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I take it back. It was no DQ, so uh, not necessarily. Yeah, those, 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 do you remember when they called us trolls? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so they, and they uh, follow and unfollow us nearly every month. Yeah, because they're marks for us. Yeah. They put out an article say AEW Dynamite becoming a three-hour show, uh, and Cody quote tweeted and said, question mark, question mark. No, it's not. <laughs> So I think that really kiboshes it straight away. That thank God, whatever was said or whatever was quoted was clearly taken way out of context, and um, it's not happening. He, I assume he means a third hour, as in another hour, so a show like AW Dark, but on TV. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what they'd always said from the start. That's what they were looking to get on. So that's always been in the works. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. like this. This was confirmed back when they signed a new TNT deal back in January. 
that effectively in that new contract there was the scope for a second show so why don't they do um, the old syndication style shows like WWF superstars where they would have matches but show you highlights from Dynamite or you know Raw during the week bring back Velocity after Velocity (laughs) after Vern oh man you know it could be something like that what was the other yeah Livewire wasn't it there's live wire, there's loads of them. They really live wire, live wire, heat, velocity, superstars, main superstars. event, loads of them. Main Saturday event is morning, still on Saturday morning yeah. slam. Oh, yeah, remember that? Daniel <laughs> oh, Bryan God. making bear references. <laughs> so it could be something like that, or it could be a, a live show. But I mean, if they wanted to get new eyes on the product, it might be worth trying another show. A uh, syndicated show on a different network to get new eyes, maybe. No, Vince used to put those shows out in different networks that, rather than their home network. Do it on so, a different night. Don't do it the mm. same fucking night. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it has to be a different night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the only way that I could have seen this, you know, extending to three hours working, like I said, is if it was a completely different show. Because uh, mm. you like extending Dynamite in its current form to three hours just is a complete failure, as you can see how money. Imagine how. Imagine how many tag matches they're going to have on the show. Imagine how many destroyers <laughs> you could fit into a show. Oh, stop. Hey, hey. Uh, of all the shows this week, how many, <laughs> how many shows had an, an attempted destroyer on it? It was, it was, a, destroyer. It was a blockbuster. It she was looked, a sunset flip. Look, she just she tried it, but her opponent was terrible. She clearly deserves better. You <laughs> deserves better. Wrestling fans deserve better than to have to watch that shite. Rian uh, has named, has given it the best name for this third show. Or, yeah, well, it is their third show, their one hour show. Uh, All Elite Heat. That's it. <laughs> name it that. You're done. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, what can you do? Uh, was there anything else going on in the world before we get into the shows? Um, Talking an awful amount of wrestling this week. It's, un- yeah. it's unusual. What is wrestling? Something, something, something COVID. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, there wasn't too much really. I just what was noticeable, kind of on the, the SmackDown especially. I know we'll probably we'll get into it in different segments, but the the WWE are pumping in noise again, and it's mm. it's more much more noticeable this week for me than probably any other week, with the exception of the greatest match that ever existed ever, possibly greatest match 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 greatest greatest ever match. Oh, you mean the greatest wrestling match ever, Backlash? Yes, sorry, I, oh, I was trying yeah. to struggle to get think of the name. All I could think of was greatest match ever because you know. Yeah, all they I didn't. Ever heard they didn't really. It's not like they gave you the name a hundred times. You know, they didn't ram it down our throats. So exactly. it's it, you know, it's our, it's their fault. Yeah. Oh, completely. But yeah, it was really noticeable on SmackDown this weekend. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not enjoying it because it's overkill. I think. You know, when you had no fans there, fair enough. If you're pumping in noise, that makes sense. We've seen it with live sports, football, basketball, whatever you're watching it really does normalize what you're watching when you've considered how bad it was when there was no noise at all. Um, yeah, I don't mind it. But now that you actually have a, a group of people there, whether it's 20 people or 40 people, just the, the normal noise from them is enough for me to make it realistic. Whereas you get this audience pumped in noise as if you're in a, an arena with 15,000 people, it becomes almost too fake because you can see the fans and the level of noise coming from just doesn't correlate and it's almost distracting to a degree it's funny watching the Premier League games you know where at, like say for you know you're watching United games you're going to hear the 20 times chant it's just odd you're like who's you know who's supposed to be singing this in this weird <laughs> kayfabe we're living in like I don't mind fans. the ambient 
Yeah, the CGI fans. fans Osama bin Laden was that. Walk through and clip through, like. (laughs) Osama bin Laden just he he really really helped Leeds push for promotion there by his support from the sidelines. Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic. Yeah, Joe Exotic. From his hatred of that bitch, Carol Baskin. (laughs) Baskin, the glory of Leeds, fucking promotion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stuff. Um, This is we're getting there awful quick. Yeah, but look, we'll go into it. Um, AW Dynamite this week. There was a lack of wrestle joy on the internet for oh, it. A lot of wrestle sad. <laughs> wrestle sad, yeah. I was like, because I heard mixed things about it until I saw it myself. I don't think it was as bad as people were making it out to be, to yeah, be honest. But yeah, it was a fine show. Like, but um, but I was like, are there people? I thought it was just the usual heads who, you know, they tend to hate everything for likes or whatever. But. I was like, I, you know, I do my old search for the weirdos, um, the WrestleJoy pedophiles on the internet, and I, I was like, holy shit, they hated fucking AEW this week. Hated is probably a bit strong, but they, you know, one of the guys said he had to watch it a second time with Spanish commentary to see if it improved the show. It's like, how would that improve the show? What are you talking about? <laughs> he was hoping that if it was watching with Spanish commentary, that somehow they would have been able to interject some destroyers there to keep his fucking ah. Indy Mark fucking personality weird bullshit happy. <laughs> but I was just, I was taken back by it. I was like, they, they always love all the shows. You know, they're, they're not very um, critical. You know, they're not very balanced on it. But even Snowden as well, he wasn't big on it. Now, and I, you know, feel, I read a few of their tweets and a, a team was the Excalibur thing, that they were unhappy that Excalibur wasn't there. I was like, does Excalibur really, is this what you watch the show for, Excalibur? You know, maybe, did he take away that much from the show? Like, I don't get it. Was it the reasoning that he wasn't there, maybe, what triggered him? No, they just said uh, the commentary seemed off and everything just... In fairness, he Excalibur does he does hold it together because he actually knows mm. who wrestlers are, moves <laughs> and their history, whereas the rest of them don't. And he in, he enjoys the matches. It's funny, yeah. like Michael Cole is so checked out, he doesn't give a shit. And Jr. actively hates most of the wrestling matches. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. Like J- Jr. Um, commentating on tag matches without Excalibur. Oh, is, stop! Uh, the deliverance is lying in the, the chat is great. It was the wrestling. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the tweets was um, this is from Snowden. It's the same p- reason people are like Zack Ryder. Really, every time Zack Ryder is on AEW TV, is a segment. Joey Janela, Sunny Kiss, or one of the many women waiting for a shot, just sit around watching. Sorry, I don't like that trade. To which another oh. one that replied saying, "Legit, I don't honestly know about Zack Ryder either. I know I've seen him before, but I don't remember it whatsoever, even the context." Yes, and that remember I said jokingly these people started watching wrestling two years ago when the Bullet Club T-shirt showed up in Hot Topic, and he fucking proved me right. I was only joking, but it turns out I was right. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do you not know who Zack Ryder is? He's been on TV for fifteen years. We just want to point do out you know they, what weren't, I mean? they weren't excited about him debuting, but one of them was excited about a certain other former WWE talent that showed up that night. Oh, Jesus. oh, Cameron, yeah, oh, Ariane yeah. Andrews, yeah. Uh, I saw a, t- yeah. a tweet that was co-tweeted by one of them. Uh, the, the original tweet that was co-tweeted was, there seemed to be two camps. Those excited about Ariana Andrews' return and wrestling fans. <laughs> 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 to which it was co-tweeted of, she's new to me and I thought she was fire AF, all capitals. Uh, <laughs> all caps. Yeah. Wait I'm, until she tries to pin someone on their face down. They're, they're running, <laughs> they're all running that segment back. They're 100% they running that back. Uh, Does I'm, Aubrey Edwards count the pin? 
No, Aubrey will get in and roll the person over. Yeah, yeah. Now, to be uh, fair, I probably I was too harsh on Aubrey there. Does Rick Knox count? Yeah, the Rick pin? Knox is the one. Rick, Rick Knox is counting that pin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't person, care anymore. This person is excited for the dynamic between her and Nyla, and that's going to be charisma and shit talking for days. I assume oh, since man. this is a tournament, we'll get into the tournament later. That yeah, they're yeah. Get, that they're getting eliminated first round, and Nyla's going to beat the shit out of her, and then she's done. Yeah. I hope that Nyla smash. Oh, She's no, no, no. just for that. I would go the opposite way. I would go that they get through to the final, if not win it. Basically, purely Nyla is dragging Cameron through this tournament, literally dragging her to the corner, tagging her out. Fucking <laughs> literally, it's like a pure comedy effect. You know, it's a Laurel and Hardy style fucking tag team where like she's doing so badly, and Nyla's just fucking blowing up, and ultimately. In my mind, they lose the final because Cameron does something fucking stupid. And my Deliverance just said there. Deliverance just nailed it there. Um, Cameron should count the pin herself and celebrate like a dumbass before getting rolled up. <laughs> oh, didn't WWE do that last week with Bailey and Sasha? That's <laughs> true, yeah. yeah. Um, just a thought. What if Cameron doesn't spend a second in the ring until the final? Yeah. Like and something like that. And the first time she gets in the ring is someone manages to take Nyla down, get in a couple of shots, and she tags herself in and loses. And, and that's her first match. actual in-ring involvement of the whole time. Oh, he built it up for the hot tag. I like it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hot, hot, <laughs> hot tag. <laughs> no, like I said, I, when I first saw that, I was like, tag. oh my God, they're not bringing her back. But then immediately changed. I was like, oh wait, no, this is a 100% pure rib. And I, I'm, it's only for that. It's only for that tournament, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I would. Like, so she didn't wrestle in four years. The trophy looks good. Uh, she, she didn't wrestle much before that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the internet has been a buzz of the, uh, the Funkadactyls for the last week, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> interesting. Chris Hero has just wrote a and something we'll touch on in a, an apology. In, uh, no, no. He he has wrote something quite lengthy, uh, eight hundred words. But uh, it's something we'll probably get into in more detail when we talk about the FTR segment. But he's wrote eight hundred words on tag ropes. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, I love the pedanticness of this. I'm going to read that in full. I can't wait. <laughs> um, so the, the 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 cup looks good. It's like a Champions League trophy. Looks quite good. Hmm. So yep. Now there was a just bit of a couple running. of tag teams fighting for the cup. It was Two girls, cup. one cup. Ooh. <laughs> That's a pretty big cup. <laughs> uh, what I like, uh, what I don't like about it is that people are criticizing this already because they said that, or they're uh, alluding to the fact that it might be an, an online-only tournament that is not actually going to be shown weekly on Dynamite. It's on YouTube, isn't it? That's the way they kind of said it, and they, they said, okay, more would be revealed on Monday uh, on YouTube. I think that's going to be like a road to episode where they're going to do the full draw, but I think you're still going to have the matches either on dark or on dynamite. Like have them on dynamite for fuck's sake, depending on who's going to be in the tournament. It gives you the extra exposure of having the women there because people are already fucking knickers in a twist about the lack of women matches on the show. I'm all for a bit of exposure and knickers. Well, sorry. I only half listened. God, so fucking toxic. Gordo. You're so toxic. God damn. I think these matches could be a complete shit show and they're probably right to put it on YouTube. It depends on who they have. You know, let's, mm. uh, like I said, let's pause and let's see who's actually going to be taking part in this. 
Because you, if it's going Cameron, to be, <laughs> we've already addressed that one in Safari. So brandy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we all need more brandy in our wrestling rings. <laughs> um, but you no, know, like if you've got Ivelisse, Diamante, Big Swole, you you do Ooh. actually have a lot of people who can do the graps. So depending yeah. on depending Diamante? on who they're tagged with and who they're against, those three can do the graps. Uh, Diamante, no. Diamante, Diamante is good. She just, yeah, she's she better than she match. showed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that was an cool. off match. Diamante is much better than that. Yeah, I know. I, and like I said, Thunder they, Rosa in... signed Thunder fucking Rosa. Signed Thunder Rosa. You that... signed the rest of the NWA anyway. That's you where Thunder going. Rosa versus Sheeta. I need that in my life. The world needs that in its life. But that's where I'm going. You can bring these women in for an invitational contract because it's a tournament setting. Especially with NWA not running right now, you have the open element of that coming in, potentially with Ring of Honor if they're if they're willing to let their talent come true as well. They don't Why have not? a women's division anyway. Oh, toxic. Can you mute him, Steve? He's very toxic tonight. I don't oh, appreciate it. The, they have Martina and the rest <laughs> of them are shy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, like... Don't get me wrong. Love Kelly Klein is the best women's wrestler that ever existed. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even that say that with a straight face. No. <laughs> the blonde one that's gone out with the booker. Or the Velvet brunette Sky. one. I, I, just, I decided to, go, I decided to look it up. Own. There is a grand total Land, yeah. of seven women currently signed to Ring of Honor. Is, on, is Chris McKay, is she included in that? Even no, though she, she doesn't she's, anymore? she's not, no. Uh, so this is the active people listed. Uh, Angelina Love, Jenny Rose, Kellyanne, Mandy Leone, Maria Manic, Seshmat Martina and Sumi Sakai. So oh, my point is Martina. they have Martina. <laughs> Hard to argue, Janelle oh. Gordo. I, 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 I redact my previous comment, and my apology will be in the post, printed out from my notes app on my phone. Thank you, hon. Good Appreciate Lord. you. Martina, Martina has an uphill battle there. Holy shit! She should walk straight into the title picture and win it without yeah. even having to face anyone. Without even having to um, spill any of her can. So, on t- in terms of the contract status, did you read about Zack Ryder Mar- Matt Cardona's contract? No, five date deal apparently. Yeah, he's on a five fight deal type thing. So, and then they take it from there or whatever. So, where's he going if he's only in his best mate's wrestling company? He's only giving him a five, or yeah. he's only taking a five uh, appearance deal. I suppose he's probably kind of keeping his options open because you know he doesn't. You don't necessarily want to Back go straight into Impact with everyone else that's gone in there now. You might get lost in the shuffle wait and see if Ring of Honor opens up or if you can maybe get an appearance or two in New Japan possibly as well uh, you know it, it's smart move and ultimately if he wants to then he'd be able to uh, sign a longer deal if, if if it opens up cool yeah makes sense um, yeah. could be some good matches yeah. for him in New Japan the chance for him to show something different like then we saw what it done for Mox Jesus Christ mm. how highly do we all speak yeah, of Mox's mm. New Japan stuff I need Dude. more Mox New Japan stuff. Yeah, Mox New <laughs> Japan is, is just different, like. Deliverance. AEW <laughs> just want to use writer's pool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. There was, and I was listening to, it was SRS was commentating on uh, his own review of uh, the Wednesday Night Wars this week. And he was kind of poking fun at people who were saying that uh, Matt Cardona was on the juice because he looked so fucking huge. But then he had to correct everyone. Is like, well, you forget that he's six foot two, two hundred and sixty pounds. In mm-hmm. WWE lands, he's not the biggest. In AEW lands, he is a giant amongst men. But in he UFC is. land, he's a UFC heavyweight. 
So yeah. context, people. Yeah. He's a huge guy. Yeah. Um, it's the same. It's the same with Billy Gunn. When you see Billy Gunn walk out, and yeah, him, he's huge. But he, you never thought him as huge in WWE. Like, no. Just... You see him in those battle royals and stuff. You're like, Jesus Christ, Billy Gunn is sixty three foot tall compared to these lads. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to do something cool with him. Anyways, um, I assume it leads to him challenging for the TNT title. I guess. Yeah, they could do. You, they can have a surprise if you're going to do that, though. You wouldn't use him. Yeah. He turns well, on the Cody introduction. after him in the tag match next week. Yeah, and he challenges. Yeah, Maybe he wins it on his fifth appearance. So you make you make it known that he's got only one appearance left on his deal, and he wins the title. And, and like, what, what's he gonna do? CM Punk style, yeah. What um? What did you make of the reveal of him? Was a bit yeah, I didn't like it. What What was the story? Why did the Dark Order attack Cody? I don't understand what was going on there. Maybe I missed something on commentary or, or something. Cody wanting another title. I don't know. Is it like? Yeah, it wasn't a, a yeah. title. I don't know why yeah. and the reason why I saw some people on Twitter going the reason why is so that Zack Ryder could save him they're like you idiot yeah, no, you, no, you, don't, you, don't, you don't book something like that around that you book yeah. longer to build something into the reveal otherwise there's no mm. weight behind that and it's just oh they've done that yeah I don't understand why there was a few weird booking decisions that you normally expect from WWE that you don't see a lot of in AEW maybe like, that's you know, why it's nonsensical stuff maybe that's why the whole thing didn't click for me because I know you were saying you thought mm. it was grand this, this show did not click for me at all I yeah mean, oh, like I mean I don't think it was before, <laughs> no, no don't I don't I, think it was bad but yeah I, did, I didn't know. think it was bad but I didn't come out of it entertained either if you get me it was it was fine the past a couple of hours but like Paddy was Paddy was there doing jigsaws on his tablet for most of the show and I was just <laughs> faffing about playing other random games I was doing games. Sudoku's you know you it's go. like it didn't really it didn't grip me the way it has for the last couple of months and like maybe it's the, the bar was set so high over the last two months because I think we've yeah because last agreement. week was a great show yeah. AW were brilliant last week a libation puff of all that's the stuff Oh boy. Um, yeah, I thought the show last week was much better and it was just a, a huge come down compared to last week. But And the ratings reflected that. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it look like there's the same people watching both shows every week? Like, exa- like exactly 1.5 million or 1.4 million. It's we, the same people every week. We've got this change from week to week. And like, it's been pretty level for most of them for the last few. Mm. Like there was From last week to this week, there was a 1% mm. overall increase in viewers across both well, shows. Each show will have a set amount of people that will watch that show each week regardless of what's going on and then you've got a percentage of people that will flip over depending on what's advertised what's currently happening what's mm. booked to happen and really that's what they're fighting for at the minute there's not a lot of new fans coming in which is not necessarily worrying but you'd kind of hope that nearly a year into the Wednesday Night Wars that they'd start to grow the collective audience yeah. Well, around April time, there was a dip overall across both shows. They're kind of gone up a little bit now, yeah. but it's it's kind of been around the same. You think April? You think that's when the the COVID shit really kind of kicked into yeah. overdrive? It How does much? seem as if it's about one point four million, one point five million yeah. every yeah. week. It's Which around the same you, every week. When you think about it, Raw itself is not drawing much more than that on its own. Yeah. And you know, then the funny thing is that I'd say 50% of that audience don't watch the Wednesday shows. Yep. It's the weirdest thing at the yeah. moment. Smackdown this week did 1.89. Ooh, Ooh. That's not good. On free TV. Yeah. The they context should... of Smackdown ratings is always worse because they're on free television. Yeah. Which is disturbing when you consider that Smackdown was possibly the best show of the week. 
Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty good last decent, night. Decent job. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll get to it, I suppose, towards the oh, end. We'll stay on. How much of a drop will we see next week? Because I believe Wednesday oh. night they're going up against the Lakers Thunder game. And they have a taped show that there's already been a couple of spoilers yeah. for. Taped show, yeah. spoilers, Lakers Thunder, and I think after that, ah, Magic that's why Blasters. the spoilers are out there. Two times in the history of the tape shows, with fans that they have in there, have there been spoilers. The second night of Fighter Fest and this week. Every other week, the same people are there every week and spoilers never get out. So they are leaking them. Because yeah, it's a big yeah. one. Do That's you want to know what it is? I know what it is. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, warning, are you sure? Warning to the Chat. people that are on for the next yeah. 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Just yeah. Lads in the chat, are you cool with the spoiler? Um, you're going to hear, I have to give them 30 seconds or whatever. Just let me know yes or no in the chat. Um, but it's a big enough deal. And I guess that that's what they're doing is that they are, it's smart. I'd do the same. They're hoping like, that I, 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 the spoiler will draw people in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even for just that segment. Yeah. Will you, oh, okay. Uh, cool. So they're fine with it. So moderating the Orange Cassidy Jericho segment next week is one and only Eric Bischoff. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So give us 83 seconds. I did your text That's an interesting one now. <laughs> Fair play. Um, yeah, I think you. Uh, that's a good way to open the show. Eric Bischoff on TNT, lads. Mm, that's interesting. very interesting. Um, I like it. Does he stay and does he become the on-screen general manager type role? I wonder. Oh my God, we need to try and get hashtag sign Eric Bischoff <laughs> trending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it works think, for you know, else, uh... the, the usual bots that are out there who hate everything AEW does or hate everything NXT does are going to have a field day with the WCW comparisons next week <laughs> when they figure this out or when they see this happen. Then again, do half of them know who the fuck Eric Bischoff is? So that's the thing I'm wondering how many people actually know him yeah um, I think it'd be cool be interesting to see what happens uh, Eric Bischoff without a script that's going to be fun mm, yeah. <laughs> on TNT that, that's, I'm, I'm, how, I'm here for it how many shots is he going to take oh, I don't know <laughs> it's uh, I'm looking forward to it but I don't know. You got William Regal versus uh, Eric Bischoff in the general manager uh, Wednesday Night Wars could be fun. Be interesting to see if uh, if that if that segment does over a million viewers. I mean, they gotta sign him. I think yeah. they should. Do they just advertise it ahead of time at this stage? I'd say they does might. it come now out it's, now? That it's already <laughs> out there. I think if you want, you're gonna want people to tune in when it's that. I think so. You probably will yeah. drop it maybe Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, start spoiling it or leaking little hints that are quite obvious on Twitter or something. Could yeah. be good. Um, oh, look, open-minded, see what happens. The The big thing that, like, universally was disliked was the opening 10-man tag. Kill it. Uh, with, <coughs> it was the best friends and Jurassic Express against Orange Cassidy. Uh, oh, shit. The best friends with Orange Cassidy and uh, Jurassic Express. Versus the inner circle and 10-man tag. 10-man tag. 10 people involved in the match with an 11th person at ringside for one of the teams and the decision was caused by a 12th man. Yeah. And there was no rules. Just 
it was a tornado match. Look at the difference between the opening match and the closing match. How much better the closing one was because you were very sure of what the rules were. Yeah. You're like, this is a tornado, tornado tag match. Class, go ahead. I got this was I got shite. legit angry. There's a seg there's a section in there where it's been about I'd say a minute and twenty seconds. Where there's pretty much just anyone and everything doing anything and everything in the ring. And it's I'm pretty sure I messaged you saying first match and I'm wanting to walk out of the fucking room. Like, <laughs> I feel if they had have had Rick Knox refing it, it would have been better because we're expecting <laughs> Rick Knox to do You expected of him, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, JR really lost his mind watching this. <laughs> Just like, get, some, get, some, get a handle on the rules. What's going on here? We need there to be um, a second ref. We need there to be yeah, a second ref. Second ref. <laughs> um, like in terms of car crash, let's go crack. Um, <laughs> wrestling fan, wrestling rules fans were not going to enjoy this match. Uh, you could tell almost immediately. I was surprised Jericho allowed that because we know Jericho called that match. So, yeah, well, I was surprised he went. Maybe Jericho doesn't care anymore. Not, not in a bad way. Doesn't care, but he's like, eh, that's what people like now. Fuck yeah. it. Inner Circle are now so. zero two as a unit. They're worse than Los Angeles de Performance Center. Yeah. Oh, I can't fucking wait to talk about Raw this week. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, <laughs> Me and oh, Fitz, Fitz, is, Fitz especially angry as well. <laughs> there, will be, there will be multiple cans cracked open during the Raw discussion. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've breezed yeah, over Raw that. quite a lot lately, but I think we're going we're gonna to have to sink yeah. into Raw this week. Yeah, I think we should. I think we'll, we'll breeze through Wednesday this time. And yeah, just so absolutely eviscerate Raw. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. It's bizarre. It's a bizarre world. Alleged wrestling podcast tonight, folks. We're uh, we're not uh, going to spend too much time on Wednesday for once. Yeah, we'll um, we kind of talked about the TNT match already. Uh, Matt Cardona makes the save, and he's tagging with Cody next week. I think a Warhorse's um, first appearance on major TV. First live televised match. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, the elbow drop is good. Enjoyed that. Um, I like his He's character. announced as, yeah, he was £4,000 of heavy metal. I'm like, that's that's a good weight to have. How many pounds of heavy I mean, metal is Rick Boogs? Uh, 5000 if not more. <laughs> <laughs> there is a match. <laughs> I liked um, it. Like, it. It wasn't anything special. Yeah. And I, I liked the fact that Cody gave him the match after all the the online hype. Yeah. It's not going to get a four-star, five-star rating, but like, it's one of those ones that's like, ah, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, it was grand. There was nothing really spectacular about it. There was nothing terrible about it. it nah, was like last week's was, was better, fine. but yeah, there's more experience involved than last week's. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, and then you had the thing with Tony Schiavone. Um, he wants to make an announcement regarding All Out, but Jericho interrupts him, and this is where we get the announcement about the moderator for next week. Um, Jericho. Uh, so if, if Cassidy loses, uh, he'll have to give Jericho seven thousand dollars in cash to replace the ruined jacket. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they'll have their debate next week. And th- this strange one, um, I saw people commenting on Twitter about this. If you don't watch Being the Elite, even the wrestle, the joyous wrestling fans weren't too pleased with this one, um, which I was shocked by. But then again, not by Snowden because he hates FTR. I don't know why. Um, a segment is shown in which uh, FTR officially signs their AEW contracts but one of the conditions being they get to host a tag team appreciation night on August 12th but Hangman came in to celebrate with them mm-hmm. Aaron Anderson signed, looked over their contract for them and then Hangman comes in and celebrates with some whiskey mm-hmm. and then they mentioned to the Mid- Mid-Atlantic boys mm-hmm. something along the lines of that so are we the four horsemen obviously you know we, they can't use that name obviously but um, 
Are we? It's going to be called the Mid Atlantic. Is that what we're going with? I have a premonition about how this is Ooh. going to unfold. Because interesting, we're we're all philosophizing how philosophizing. That's not a word. Word. That's it, it works. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm Duck trying to dodge say. Dodgeball, if I remember, <laughs> philosophizer. <laughs> yeah. Duck, tick, dodge, Wait. dodge, and dodge. I think um, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. Um, Okay, we're all thinking that it's going to be a, a four horsemen staple with Aaron Tully, whoever else in charge. And at the minute, the obvious candidates are FTR, Hangman, and probably Cody. I think that's the most obvious, likely route of where they're going. What about Sean Spears? He's part of this whole thing with Tully. He's, he's not being used on TV right now, which I think is part of the long con. I think the long con here is that FTR and Hangman, the bromance, is going to go stronger. And they all kind of form together. But at the moment of formation of the group, FTR screw Hangman out of it, fuck him out of it, and bring in Sean Spears. That obviously gets the heat on the FTR. It kind of gets Hangman back babyface because he's season heel right now. And it's going to be a nice little how are you doing coming together moment. And it really fucks over Hangman to the point where he... It like straight rockets himself to being the top baby face in the company. That's a sympathy fuck. Yeah, everyone loves <laughs> them. They're the best kind. I think the the better the better move is Cody. Is Cody heel Cody heel hangman after turning on Kenny with FTR. So it's gonna be something where the elite have abandoned Cody. You know that kind See, of thing. That's, and that's where I was kind of going as well. And I, thank you for mm. reminding me because I didn't think of what I was saying. They've also teased the fact that Hangman isn't part of the elite, that he doesn't like the Bucks. But for the last six months, all we've seen from the Bucks is wanting to be Hangman's friend. Uh, same with Kenny, with this whole tag team friendship, you know, partnership. Is it, you know, is it a friendship or is it just a partnership? That when he gets fucked over, that the elite welcome him back and he does kind of have that reunion moment with the elite. I just can't see Hangman being a heel. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I... I just think he works better as a babyface and I can see how they can book it that he does get the fuck over that Cody Spears and FTR work better as a, a heel stable faction together and then you have the reformation of what we would have considered the original elite. I don't I, I mm, like that. I don't yeah. I don't I don't know how else well obviously I know how else it could work but I don't know if I would like it to be another way. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff they've done has been the the obvious, you know, when it comes to certain bookings and stuff like that. So I think having this would be a nice little swerve that everyone's expecting it to be that way. And mark this down, pod one fifty three. If this happens, <laughs> I want fucking recognition for my premonition, and I want many cans to be open to my honor. Uh, I can open one. <laughs> I can prematurely open one now if you want. Well, sure. Look, I don't do all of that. Oh. <laughs> yes. I'm always known for being premature. Yes. It's fine. Oh, I need to hotkey this. Yes. That's a good one. And then my favorite. Green beans. Yes. It is your lucky day. See, he posted during the week a picture of him at catering eating green beans. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, oh. oh man, yeah, I gotta get, gotta get all these hotkeys. Um. Then you had where was I? Omega uh, and Hangman against Uno and Oh, actually mm. sorry, on the tag ropes. FTR have it written in their contracts. The tag ropes oh, yeah. will be used for their matches. 
Yeah. I they got, JR said they got rid of them because nobody was using them and it made them look stupid. Yeah. And then FTR said they <laughs> want them. So it's like, Are they... Yeah. Is this the long con coming together then for... Well, not even long con, but it's the long-term booking of the idea of, of tag rules it coming to a head at this tag team appreciation night in line with FTR's new contract. The funny thing is, isn't every Wednesday a tag team appreciation night on oh. this show? <laughs> There's so many matches. Apparently, um, uh, I haven't watched Dark yet. Pa- Paddy watched it and was saying that uh, there was a moment there was like a missed tag or something like that. And I oh know someone tagged in between the middle and top ropes. And whichever one the revival lads wa- or FTR lads wasn't in the ring, called it out to the ref that it wasn't a legal tag, that it has to be over the top rope. So the ref actually had to go back and make them re tag. Nice. Nice. <laughs> this is so good. It's I like this. The, the thing we said months ago, it's happening. They're actually calling out the broken tag rules and matches now. Yeah. So give me a montage with them training people how to tag in and out tagging showing the lucha brothers how to tag it'd be hilarious we, we don't need tim thatcher's wrestling school on a wednesday no. night we need the fdr school Push of it tag to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> um shida defeats diamante Ugh. yeah not not, not, not diamante's good. match nowhere near diamante's best uh, match uh, Britt baker cuts a promo saying how sick she is a big swole yada yada, yada. what happened there again she wants Oh yeah, so you can face her at all out or something if Swole can beat a, an opponent of Baker's choosing. So this is where we were coming. We said this a couple of weeks ago that you know to extend this to get them to all out, that you need to have a proxy fight effectively for Britt Baker, and it's going to be Rebel slash Reba, whatever they call her, uh, and maybe one or two others depending on how much time they have to fill. But yeah, this is this is good, and it's it's not overly exposing Britt Baker as well because I know not only people on this pod but other people are kind of getting a bit worried about that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'd be interested to see what you thought of the. Uh, we've already mentioned two girls, one cup tournament. Um, um, MGF cuts a presidential style promo in the ring targeting AEW world champion John Moxley, in which he ends up challenging Moxley for the title at All Out. I, I'm going to give just my own thoughts on how what I saw of the reaction of this. And mm. this isn't everyone, this is just a generalization of seeing not even the, our own Twitter, but my own Twitter. Um, essentially, people in America who have had to see Trump style fucking press conferences and all this shit for the last four years seem to hate this mm, everyone outside seemed to like it seemed to think it was brilliant it's like well it wasn't necessarily brilliant but like it was very much uh, if people were dealing with Trumpisms the whole time not a big fan of it outside of that really enjoyed but it I don't I don't get what point. the point was yeah what would he's the number one in the ra- in the rankings I don't get what the the reason behind the press conference was. Uh, just, fire, fire he, heal it up. Here and there, heal it up. Yeah. All I'll say is I want him to have a fucking promo off, uh, any sort of a feud, just for the promos between himself and their newest signee, Eddie Kingston. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. The promo, and would also be great matches, but the promos that those two could have between them would be fucking incredible. An impact for throwing a little shade, posting uh, EC3 2015. Was it EC3 for Champ 2015? Yeah, pretty a very similar segment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, but to be fair, he's upgraded from you know having Tyrus or fucking Brodus Clay <laughs> to having yeah. Wardlow. I, yeah, Wardlow I must wins, get a. Like. I must get a sound effect. Um, you know, for stuff that you've seen a while ago, enough time has passed that you can reuse it's it. Some people it's remember been it. Done. <laughs> yeah, no, it's even better. It's one with I think it's the Motor City Machine Guns. I think it was, whoever it was, anyway, with Kevin Nash. 
It's like, let's give these wrestling fans something they haven't seen in, I don't know, two weeks. The guy just goes, oh, knock the dust off it, why don't you? <laughs> so I need to find that um, clip. And I just bang my head off the microphone. Well well, I, I, I saw this as, I'd imagine most AEW fans would be leaning more Democrat than Republican. So this is MJF mm. trying to be a heel and just taking the piss out of Donald Trump to be, you don't like him, you don't like me. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Plus, it's it's kind of it's starting the feud of how it's going to continue as well, because all out a month away, or four or five weeks away, I'm not exactly sure. The it you're going to have a month long promo now between MJF and John Moxley, and he's setting the bar at the level that he's going to have the the verbal superiority over John Moxley, and he's positioning himself as, you know, being an intellectual savior to the masses, effectively for for want mm, of a better. Exactly. <laughs> um, but like they said, it's it, it, he's healing it up as well. He's leaning into the fact that he is a very good speaker, and you know that John Moxley necessarily doesn't come across that way. You know, Moxley's attribute is that he'll go in and beat the living shit out of you. He's not much for words, whereas. MGF, that's where his strength lies. So it's pitting effectively MGF's strength of being a good vocalist, vocalizer of words uh, against. Unlike someone else right now. I can work good. And then you got Moxie just, you know, wanting to beat shit up. So, so I, I like it. Uh, but And I would have given this top promo of the week, other than what we saw later on in this same specific show. So we'll go there then. Um, it was a match with Moxley and Darby Allen versus um, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. So Darby's music hits and nobody's to be seen or something like that. I can't remember exactly. And then you cut backstage and it was Cage and Starks just chatting shit. And Starks cuts a fucking serious promo backstage. This guy is money. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's watching him NWA could see there was something there, but now he's just gone to the next level. He's a young rock. Like I could not get over like the the uncanny resemblance just to the the style the comfort. There's even an element of kind of uh, mannerisms that I found mm. between the two of them. Just how they position themselves, the looks that they give. Like if he raised the eyebrow, I would not have been surprised at all. But it's, like he's it's money. Kind of slight, the arrogance kind of the, the arrogant swagger about him, I think is yeah. kind of very yeah. similar. That yeah. yeah. It's he's similar but very different to MGF as well. Like, not many people, and I'm including the the big dub dub in this, have that level of comfort when they're speaking. And yeah. you can see for a guy, that, who, and you can for see a guy that who's that never been on national TV before. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So it's crazy. National TV three weeks, four weeks maybe, yeah. or his third or fourth <laughs> appearance overall, other than the NWA shows on YouTube. So like they're obviously not getting very well scripted promos they're given okay here's what we need to get out of it show me your character and my god the, the evidence is there between MJF and Ricky Starks that this is what's been told because imagine if Ricky Starks were given that promo in WWE how bad it would sound you people I'm going to <laughs> knock off you'd be knocked off unbelievable no, oh I, good I, god literally I know we're going to talk about it later on uh, whether it's best moment of the week or a segment of the week, that's fucking best promo of the week for me by a country mile. Probably, probably. Yeah. But this led to um, they come out to the stage and Darby Allen makes his entrance by doing a coffin drop off the top of the little entrance walkway thingies and they caught him. Imagine that. <laughs> it's like, 
Darby, Darby, please don't do the coffin drop out of the ring. There's history of lads not catching people here. Please, please be careful. <laughs> um, but, you know, you had the match and the bit, you know, Moxley and whatever else. But that ended up with the finish being Darby Allen brings out the, the skateboard with the thumbtacks underneath it. And he rips the fucking shit out of Ricky Stark's yeah, back. Yeah, he did. Legit. <laughs> there was blood everywhere. <laughs> he just Brian Cage posted a photo of his back afterwards that was nasty yeah. so the thumbtacks go in but then he slides off his back because it's a skateboard and it just drags his skin with it it's like holy shit it was probably an element of a receipt from last week um, probably probably <laughs> not necessarily yeah, you know I'm gonna do this to you but he probably was like okay I'm sorry for last week what what do you want to do let's fucking let's yeah let's <laughs> up a few notches here and we'll we'll, we'll make it look good <laughs> and like that, yeah. that as soon as it happened and like usually with tax spots you almost have to take maybe five ten seconds to see did anything stick did it really work you saw straight away that there were oh, blood yeah. fucking oh yeah out. oh yeah I that's want- the good shit mama likey <laughs> <laughs> i want to give um, one slight criticism and it's not necessarily this match i really enjoyed this match but did they not use tax was it in a cody match like last week or the week yeah, before two, last two, week? yeah but it was literally a transition spot and now the <laughs> yeah. finish of a match. Bit of a difference yeah. between Cody Land and a couple of attacks and yeah. attacks being scraped across the, people's backs. Don't there but it's just, I don't know. I just, I, I, I want the tax spot to be something. And as I said, it's not a dig at this match, it's a dig at what already happened. Yeah. Um, really, really like this match, like like all four lads in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, said so the whole show overall didn't really click for me. But this this match was fantastic. Everything about this, yeah, was I awesome. loved it. And yeah. from all, the minute the whole thing lads, started, it was fantastic. All of them lads are money. Yeah. The one thing I would say, and it's a criticism that was picked up by other people as well, is that Brian Cage probably could do a little bit of work. Um, not not a lot, but he waits for things, and he, you know, little nuances where you're thinking, if you really are at that top level, you know how long something's going to take to hit whether you're actually delivering a strike or not, or whether you're waiting to receive one. So don't just stand there waiting for it. There was a couple of segments at the start of that match where there was a couple of dives happening where he positioned himself too early and was effectively standing waiting for moves to hit. But like that's fucking hyper-criticism there, to be fair. Antox mentions in the chat as well, the, this sets up... Well, it didn't. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't know what this is about. Darby Allen faces Moxley for the AW World title next week. Why though? Because he looked at him. I mean, I'm going to watch that match afterwards. That was it. Yeah, ah, that's it. and then Tony Khan made it official. Yeah, through the headsets. Although they they advertised the match before Darby Allen looked down the belt. <laughs> yeah, that was. They were probably afraid of getting thrown off the air. Uh, Darby ranked number five, as Antox is saying there. Yeah, so he hasn't had a single match in two months. Well, you've got MJF ranked number, number one, who's got a match at all out, mm. or so we believed at that stage. So he's out. Then you've got. Uh, Lance Archer, Brody Lee, and who's the other one? Omega, I think, is it? Could be. All ahead of it's probably Darby Allen. Probably Cody. Cody's still in the rankings. Oh, no, he can't challenge. So uh, he's out of the rankings. Oh, yeah. Archer, Cage, Lee, Allen. Cage, yeah. So Cage obviously lost the last match, so he might not have been next mm. up. Usually there's some sort of flawed logic you can get to, to understand why they do things. Even this one's is is fairly weak sauce in my mind. Hmm. You could have Both waited, to... had the, the look down after the match, and say, "Ooh, is Darby Allen, you know, challenging for the title?" And then announce it later on on dark or on socials after it, and build it up for next week. It 
just the, the, the flow of events didn't really need to happen the way it did um, so we'll move on uh, we'll try and get through NXT a bit quicker uh, in terms of time so um, the main thing was Dexter Loomis hit that flip oh he hit <laughs> you know, he, just he nailed that first flip. try yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who didn't see it Loomis does a like the ricochet spot with Velveteen Dream he does a front flip out over the top ropes and there's a very obvious camera cut <laughs> and then it just shows him coming like standing up again he <laughs> obviously they didn't they must have tried it 50 times and he didn't land it no Velveteen Dream elbow no I'm just gonna um, go out and say this was their plan all along like to make it look as if he did land it and just one cut it one one record I don't think that they thought ooh he could definitely do this like the man is wearing mm. jeans or fucking stretchy jeans or whatever they're fucking called mm. there's no way you can hit that move wearing those and being the size he is fucking unless you're ricochet you're not hitting that move Antox puts it in the chat there as well the submission specialist Timothy Thatcher passing out by submission to Dexter Loomis that's putting that guy over oh, yeah. uh, I've, fight I've, I've pit I have a problem with that yep and if you want a problem with it we'll figure it out next week in the <laughs> fight pit <laughs> um yeah, it's a strange one to keep in Balor strong, I guess. There's another one I want to bring up. All these names are missing from TV. How is Finn Balor still getting away with working on NXT? <laughs> How have they not brought him onto the main roster for a couple of weeks to fill some gaps? Really surprised by that. Who knows? Maybe he's just got a sweet contract. Maybe. He was also missing for a few weeks too, though. On NXT, so maybe just turn it up. Ah. Yeah, He's got the best contract in wrestling. He oh, just he swans around doing fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably still getting his raw money. Um, so Loomis advances in the tournament, uh, or in the tr- advances to the the, f- the whatever we want to call it. There's ladder match Five-way at ladder Takeover match. Thirty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Question for you there. Obviously, kind of the the whole issue with Thatcher getting tapped out or getting submitted huge problem with that with the way he's been booked for the last month you know he beats Riddle he goes he off passed out though he didn't tap out <sighs> it's there's the, a difference there's a difference there really it's the, is it's, there it's is. visual impact of a submission artist losing a match via submission TKO whatever way you want to, to phrase it you know pin him if you want him to take the fall in that match you pin him you don't have a submission artist lose that way Hated that I guess beginning. it's I guess it's just to build up this thing of what the hell is Loomis capable of he's after tapping out Timothy Thatcher there, I guess that's the idea there, here comes my second and it's not a problem it's just something I've noticed and it's weird to me you're booking two guys very similarly and it's weird that you do this especially because their characters are so unique but they're so similar look at Dexter Loomis and look at Karrion Cross. They're very similar characters when you kind of break them down. And it's like, if you booked one of them right now, the way they're being booked, I think it would be more enhanced. But I think because they're booking both of them so similarly and so strongly, it's almost diluting both to a degree. It's it's weird. I, I, and I'm kind of reading into it a bit too much, I know. But I, I wouldn't have had Loomis win this match. I think you had enough people in this match that could have won, that could have gone on to the match and be a jobber in the ladder match for all you want, but his character doesn't necessarily need to be fighting for titles. Cross's character doesn't necessarily need to be fighting for titles. I don't understand why you put these crazy, weird, neurotic kind of guys 
in title pictures when their characters should be just about you know hunting people down violating them physically physically uh careful now breaking them down mentally you know they don't need to be going for titles you've got enough people on the roster that could benefit from a title run why are you pushing these guys both into title pictures both well, I think cross, that are clearly capable of murderous thoughts and actions don't like it i think cross to go for the title but it's the whole fall and pray thing that everybody dies as lance archer says he yeah. just wants to run through the place and hold a belt and i think they're they're different enough like i don't think they're that as similar oh, yeah. as you're you're saying there fits i think there's that good lot of difference between loomis and carrying cross also scarlet also scarlet yes you've got scarlet and you've got drawing pictures <laughs> <laughs> all the bases are covered i don't know but if you ever put um, a few together of uh loomis versus cross it's like uh, really that doesn't excite me because it's too samey uh, i don't know i i would just much prefer that if you're going to book two of these guys the way they're being booked right now you know, stagger their pushes so that they're not happening concurrently. It's like Steve and the Early. tag teams in AEW. It's just there's too much, too many tag matches. Fair enough. Right now in NXT, there's too much booking of the same kind kind of character at the same time into title pictures. Don't like it. All right. Um, Pedro with a dislocated shoulder in the 98th minute of the FA Cup final. Anyone have to score? Two one Arsenal. Fucking cunts. Oh pricks. Yeah, and fucking Kovacic got sent off for a second yellow for being fouled. Nice. Quality. Quality. Did it go to VAR review? Quality yeah. refereeing. And also, the Arsenal keeper handled the ball outside the box, and that didn't get overturned on VAR review. Got away with it. Ooh, talk, talk sport. Yay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, NXT champions Imperium are back. They defeat Ever Rise. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Keith Lee called out Carrying Cross. So I'm assuming that's our main event. I don't know how you get out of this match now. Unless you put the title on cross, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to get out of this match. Well, they, they've given themselves an out because William Regal has interjected himself and say, you don't, you guys don't make the matches here, I do. So William Regal can you know, decide not to have this match straight away and kind of keep them apart for a little bit, depending on how the booking goes over the next while. Or he can make it a multi-man match and include someone else that can take a fall. But if you lead down the, the avenue of a straight one-on-one match at TakeOver 30... Which they will. Then you've done the classic WWE scenario of booking a match where neither guy should lose. Unsanctioned yeah. match, cross wins. No title on the line because it's unsanctioned. Well, there's a way. Yep, true. And uh, Rian called out, uh, we skipped it, that uh, after the tag team title match on the Spewer era, you reunited front, tact, uh, and yeah. I, are we looking at a possible power struggle within Undisputed Era? Because it took Kyle O'Reilly to come back to, you know, straighten out the heads. Possibly. No, I think the Undisputed Era need to go away. We need to go up to the roster. But Steve, we need to see the match with Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. <laughs> Fuck. Pat McAfee revives kayfabe. 2020 is uh, wild. But it's totally a work. I mean, they, they put a video yeah. package about it on NXT, but it's a work. 100%. Like. Yeah, oh, it's 100%. not a work. Not a work. I mean, it's, it's legit. It's not a work. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it's it's uh, such a good work though because that's fun. Yeah. When, when you actually have to question it yourself for a few moments, that's how you know it's good. And like to be fair, for the first few moments, you're like, 
but he'd fucking drop the F-bombs like that That doesn't sound like something they would do then you're like yeah but it's WWE and as soon as he got Triple H on it's like oh okay yeah, and then that was it. if Annie was in, in ever doubt after by airing the segment on NXT this week you're like okay yeah there we go thank you so are they going to have a match with Pat McAfee is that what's going to happen or is it just going to be a brawl or something do you know what they're going to do they're going to have a segment at TakeOver where Triple H has to um, moderate between them type thing fight pit. it's just going to end in a brawl fight pit. yeah it's going to end in a brawl and Triple H might have fucking do you know what and William Regal comes out and he's not happy about this brawl down from the ceiling dun, 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 <laughs> comes the fight pit <laughs> Um, <laughs> or he just calls war games and we have to take an hour break because you need to set up a ring <laughs> like, uh, so yeah Johnny Gargano and Roderick Strong had a good old match good, yeah. um, enjoyed that and what, what was the reason for this match again the way I can't remember can't remember they to be honest. both lost the match against Finn Balor or not Finn uh, Balor um, against um, what you call him last week Bronson, uh, Bronson Reed. Reed thank you like, yeah. so they're having a match because they both lost last week yeah. Now don't get me wrong, because <laughs> technically this match was fucking top notch. Like, yeah, it was it, great. This match fucked. But <laughs> just, I'm like, why are they having this match? It makes no sense to me. Did something uh, happen in the match last week? Did they cross paths last week? You know, where someone cost them the win? Did one of the guys break up a pinfall or something? Well, it wasn't communicated yeah though. I can't remember you know, it wasn't like oh, yeah. they did a backstage fucking promo and I think one of the t- social accounts what would you call this team or something and there was stupid comments or something it was that week but Lovely. the reason I was kind of bringing that up is Johnny Gargano what are they doing with him It this is a failed experiment right with his heel turn I I don't know there's no who's the baby face Gargano has yeah, never worked the, as a heel he just has no. he's a natural baby face yeah there was a cool thing where they they flipped it around with Champ and Gargano for a while which is kind of cool but then it went back and I think it should probably go back again but like, I don't know I know they were doing the whole couple turn with Candace. Candace is working out a hell of a lot better as a heel than Johnny is mm. so like you've got yeah. Johnny Gargano Mr. NXT Mr. Takeover you know whatever you want to attribute you want to throw at him is he is he just done in NXT? I think him and Champa were done a year ago in NXT. I know they kind of lost that match when Champa got injured. Like they should have had that blow off at Mania thirty. Yeah. Damn you, Vince McMahon! There was no need to call them up. Yeah. Fucking Champa gets injured on a fucking house show, or, or no, it was on SmackDown or something, wasn't yeah. it? Just Ugh. take the take him out of NXT now. I, I'm done with it. Like, like even this match with Roddy Strong, like I said, it was a top-notch match. This would have been a, close to a, like a five-star match at a takeover based what happened on in between the ropes, bell to bell. But because I don't care about his character and the story leading into the match was weak at best, I find myself disinterested with it and I should have enjoyed it a lot more. Let's move on. Um, so, Io Shirai and Tegan Knox defeat a Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai. Grand. That was the Decent opener. Match. Grand match. Which was good. I like, um, I like the murder moonsault she's using these days. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're in a ratings in war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? It's too mean, but 
I love it. Uh, uh, also, you've ratings. got Scott versus Atlas, which was a great match. Okay. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry. I did because I, I was going at that weird, but I was trying to get through it quickly. Yeah. Apologies. Uh, anyway, ratings. AW are up to 35 wins to NXT's nine. Uh, so they had 773 and NXT had 707. So as we said earlier in the show, there's the same amount of people just flick in between. You know, each have a base and the rest just float. Uh, our scores and currently AW in the lead for the first time ever on our ratings. Uh, they're 22 to NXT's 21. Where do we start? I'll, hmm. I'll kick it off. Um, as I said, I don't think AW clicked fully for me this week. Don't think NXT was spectacular. Mm. Um, yeah, a bit of a down week for both shows, I think. But I, I think I'd give the edge to NXT just because something felt really off about AEW for me. I'd go the opposite way. Um, NXT was better than last week because of that weird start they had last week. Really fucked it over. It was stronger this week. Uh, I just didn't care too much about what was happening. Whereas AEW wasn't as good as last week, so it definitely came down a notch. Um, but the main event match, the Ricky Starks promo and the MGF segment tipped it over the edge for me. Close, but AEW slightly. Um, I'll go NXT as well. Um, close, but... I don't know, there was a lot a lot I didn't like. I mean, Zack Ryder debuted on AEW. <laughs> I mean, really, that should be an instant that. win for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go NXT this week. Yeah. Just. I, I think just. the match quality on NXT this week is what pipped it for me. So mm. I think I'm going NXT as well. Uh, as I said, the promo, MJF promo and the Ricky Stars promo were great. And AEW with the match quality on AEW this week was kind of, yeah, I found. Mm. Uh, whereas I loved Swerve, uh, Swerve Scott versus Atlas. I loved Gagano Strong. I loved the triple threat Loomis Thatcher Balor um, so yeah I think the, the match quality pipped it I think the storytelling was a little better on AEW and the matches were better on NXT yeah um, and that reflects my comment reflects our current score which is 22 all <laughs> you know, so it's like <laughs> it's just there they're, they're two cheeks of or two different cheeks of the same arse as they say <laughs> it's yeah uh, speaking of ass, raw. <laughs> My God, oh, it's the second bad. lowest rating in history. So I, the start of the show, I I wrote a paragraph about this. Right, so the start of the show, three promos to start the show, all revolving around when I woke up this morning. Right, that that was yeah. So you could tell early on in the show that this is going to be a rough night. You know those early starts of raw, you're like, oh no, they're off it tonight, not a chance. Uh, so Nia walks out as Randy leaves to cut a shit promo Shayna and Nia have a pull apart it doesn't lead to a match in the break so we assumed it'd be built up for later in the night nope they just do the match 20 minutes later which ends in a double count out fantastic so after a number one contenders match where the team that lost the number one contender shot last week they win the number one contender shot this week 25 minutes in they finally have a match it's short and they showed the street profits on commentary for most of it raw that's my little rant and that's before we get to a man theory taking his eye out (sighs) Jesus Christ and the match that they had yeah you know the whole thing Shane is in a pull apart brawl Um, Naya I think don't she can't do brawls she's not able for she's too awkward she's all elbows yeah 
Um, I will Shana say, doing she, all she the can't work, do anything like crazy. Sorry, she can't do anything except for murder people. I will say at least they didn't do the whole. Oh, they got apart. They're out again. Pull apart. Oh, they're out again. They didn't do that. That's Which is ironic because you know Nia Jax is hard, hard to hold back. You know. <laughs> oh. Just, just the opening half hour, forty minutes was just miserable. Yeah. You knew you were in for a shit show. Oh yeah, I was off this week and I'd planned to stay up and watch it. I went to bed early. I do not <laughs> regret that decision at all. Oh man, um, yeah. So, like fucking Garza and Andrade are the number one contenders after losing a number one contender or losing to the champions last week, which in WWE terms means a number one contenders match. This just glorifies um, and epitomizes how badly they've booked LIPC. Yeah, I'm skipping past one thing here because I'm leaving it for last. Uh, Rollins and Dominic confrontation confrontation ends up Buddy Murphy doing the eye the eye steps thing to Black after Seth broke his arm last week or something. What the fuck is going on with Alistair Black? Oh my god! They were next undefeated <laughs> last week, and now yeah, they've taken for nothing. I'm guessing yeah. either Vince doesn't like him or they're writing him off to repackage him and bring him back hot. Oh, Jesus. I, the la- how, no. how though? Seven days ago, he was undefeated in, what, over a year? And they didn't even bring it up once. So they didn't use that undefeated streak. That they clear- WWE doesn't do things like that for accidents. They 50-50 book. Black was kept undefeated for a, over a year for a reason, and they didn't even use it to pass that on to Seth for beating the undefeated guy or whatever. There's and now they've given I... now they've given Murphy the rub for taking him out. So yeah, like, if they literally fed Alistair Black, arguably the hottest guy to come up via NXT into the main roster, you know, and kept their heat straight away with good booking, yeah. with good booking, and a look that they can market and sell to a point of where he has the mystique of being a, a proper, you know, top level long-running successful entity for their business and they fed him to try make Seth Rollins more relevant Rollins is a disaster on this show yeah he's the worst greatest of all time there ever has ever been (laughs) and then we move on to another part Ali loses to Lashley after his return last week which had the highest YouTube videos of, or views of anything on the show it had more views than Raw itself so obviously they had to beat him but he had heart Steve he tried yeah, so he hard. hard he sure did that that's just great guy just fuck my life fuck what are they doing fuck and, and the thing, what it's the same doing? booking team now booking Raw and Smackdown yeah and Smackdown compared to Raw was insanely better like S- Sonya Deville 2020 <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you had the thing with Drew and Orton you, you could smell the RKO yeah. coming a mile off but it was um, out of nowhere Steve never yeah. see it coming except for like alright right, where's the RKO where's the, there it is yeah Ex- what except for Steve, when Orton opened the show with a promo and you knew how the show was closing yeah. straight away question for you Steve <laughs> what gets used more RKO out of nowhere or knocked off Oh, knocked off. Cole said it 30 or 30 times, <laughs> three times in 30 seconds last night. My God. It's, it drives me crazy. It makes no sense. Say win or beat. Gordo, your thoughts on Ali? Losing to one of your all-time favorite wrestlers, Bobby Lashley. This broke my <laughs> fucking heart. <laughs> um, what are they doing? I don't understand this at all. It's like, why? It, 
It's another situation of don't put me in the match. Yep, I'm going to get another can. It's like... Um, if, you're, if you want to have someone lose a match to Lashley, you want to have Ali in there. Make it a fucking tag match of Ali and someone against Shelton and Lashley, and then have Lashley submit the other person. Then you at least have the moment where you have Lashley and... Fuck it. There you are. Truth and Ali against fucking Shelton and Lashley. And yeah. Lashley can tap out Truth again. Truth is one of those guys who can literally eat a pin, Take eat a submission. And he's never going to lose anything. No. And he's going to be a four-time Hall of Famer. Yeah. A libation. Puff of all. Oh, lovely. I love our truth I came in at a good time there. <laughs> the mood is lifted in the 30 seconds I spent away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I can only... I, I can feel Gordo's pain through the, the medium of podcast. Because not only did Ali get jobbed out to Lashley, but it's the same week, obviously, that Alistair Black officially got jobbed out to the higher power. That that sucks balls. Let us move on then to (laughs) Asuka Sasha Banks. Uh, The Finnish Angers Twitter, uh, as Kyrie Sane has written off TV. Fitz, tell me tales. I know you want to talk about it. Why? <laughs> and that's it. And now to SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, the, my God. Okay. Oh. Now, before you go in on it, I'll say one thing. I liked that there was a story told. At least there was a story. There was a story. For, uh, yeah. Like that's the that's as far as that's as good as you're getting. Of all one hundred and forty seven thousand <laughs> four hundred and ninety one possibilities, they chose the worst. <laughs> But they, there was a story. They chose one. <laughs> I, they, oh, I'm man. just so confused. You've got Asuka, Sasha, Bailey, and Kyrie in a program. For and which guy fits? Which guy on the production team is on the take for Team? What's their? What are they called? Role mo- golden role models. Who put the fucking footage on the fucking Titan Tron? Who's on mm-hmm. the take? Is it the same lad who had the camera rigged to that car when your man ran over Roman Reigns? <laughs> How did they get the footage? But um, <laughs> you've got four of arguably the most talented wrestlers and performers on the main roster in the female division. I don't think Manny could yeah. argue with that. You know, you could look at other people, but, you know, you'd be wrong. These are the four. Billy and Sasha, Billy and Sasha are pushed as the top heels in the company. Oh, yeah, 100%. absolutely. Yeah. And like you, you could book, you, like you could look at these four and say, okay, we know Kyrie's finishing up on this date. We're moving with a storyline of getting all the gold onto the golden role models and we can tie that up around the same date. How do we get there? How do we get from where we are now at the beginning of June, middle of June, all the way through to the end of July where this needs to happen? Oh, I know. We'll have a match at Extreme Rules where the ref takes a bump. Bailey will take the jersey off him, put it on, count the three count herself, make the timekeeper ring the bell and give Sasha the belt. And then... We'll get a video package from Stephanie to explain everything and everything will make sense. That's tremendous. So Stephanie comes on to Tron and explains that. I'm a genius. Sasha. I've got more. Sasha. I'm Vince McMahon, damn it, let's hear it. Yes. I did the first one smoothly. I put my hand up going, give me, give me a second for things smoothly. I said, no, fuck it. Press all the buttons. <laughs> so Sasha didn't actually win. Shock horror because, you know, an official didn't actually count a three count. But well, she kept the belt. So, because she because she <laughs> yeah, didn't win, Asuka also oh. didn't win. So, obviously, when a champion doesn't win a match and their opponent also doesn't win the match, then the title becomes vacant. 
As Congrats. per the old rock. The vacant for transitioning. Hashtag no, so brave. done it again. <laughs> <laughs> because we all know that's how, you know, official rulebook goes under section 24, part C, appendix 2, that in the event oh, of, of neither challenger nor champion winning the match, the title becomes vacant. Only in women's matches where Bailey puts on the ref's outfit. Uh, I need to get on to Jack Tunney about that. <laughs> Jack Tunney wouldn't have never have let this happen. This is bullshit. I mean, William Regal would have put these ladies in war games by now. War games. Someone needs to get a handle on this whole situation. Or fight so, pit. Uh, and, or fight pit. And then you have this, you know, one fight, one match finishes this entire storyline where if you get counted out or if a disqualification helps you win a match, you then lose the match and the other person is the champion. But they used something, uh, didn't they, where they flipped the champion advantage. There is no champion advantage. Title flipped either yeah. way. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. what I mean. The title was in vacant. So whoever wins this match by whatever means is the new champion. Now, did they announce Sasha as the Raw Women's Champion? Because no. the match, title card yes. says it, doesn't it? No, before. No, before, no. Before. They didn't announce either no. person. They didn't announce Sasha. Did they have it on the title card or whatever? No. I don't know. So if you take the Bailey thing as counting the pin as being a fee show, let's just say it is, and Bailey's or Sasha is the champion. They announced. Is they, this they, the they, first they time Sasha as the challenger, and then just announced Asuka? They didn't say she was the champion. Right. That's what they did on Raw. Okay. Okay. It ruined my punt. Uh, my stat. Then <laughs> I was thinking, is this the first time Sasha Banks has defended the Raw Women's title? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! Um, then you, yeah, you like, know the stupid baby face. We've. How many times have we called the stupid baby faces? Many, many times. Asuka had the match won. She had Sasha dead to rights. But she sees Kyrie Singh getting bludgeoned backstage by Bailey in an in a what can only be described as the fourth attempted murder on WWE programming within the last six weeks. Poor old Kyrie. And of course, you also have the dodgy production crew who aired this on national TV when, when he didn't have to zoom you know. and shakes and oh man. Uh, well, like, and then you got. The Do you reckon the people that run the cameras, like, you know, when the, you know, remember, did you ever go to Peter Pan Fun World in Galway when you were a kid, or any no, of those types of adventure centres? <laughs> yeah, well, look, we, I didn't either, but you know, we got, we went there school trips. You know, you'd be some sort of, you know, Fun World or Fun Parks yeah. or whatever. It'd be like if Kevin Dunn was going to one of those places and the parents filled him up with coke from McDonald's and shook him and just let him run around for into the ball pit, and that's what WD production is like. It drives me fucking cracked. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But look, I'd le- look, I'd like the whole massively dramatic thing without Kyrie calling out for Ask, I guess. Like I oh like, the only I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't hate, hate any of it. The only thing I hate is that they should have done mm. done this on Extreme Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why, but like, why, the internet decided this was the worst thing to make in the it world, a little bit better. Was storytelling. Well, storytelling would have been nice, um, but, <laughs> but you know why cut back to the to the backstage segment when it got to that point? You know you could easily have done this throughout the entire match to see where they were going. Let the story develop backstage of picture and, and picture. You know, keep the audience in the loop. Keep Sasha and Asuka in the loop, and then you know they're distracted by the match or what's going on backstage. But in the match, they're still fighting with each other to the point of where it's obvious that. Bailey is about to murder Kyrie Sane, and the only way to save Kyrie Sane was for Asuka to get out of the ring, get counted out, lose the title to save her friend. If you're going to tell a bad story, tell it the best way you can possibly tell it, and that's what hurts so much about WWE booking these days. Is that 
most things are bad but even when they're bad they can be good at being bad but they're mm. just bad at being bad and that's the worst like, worst criticism that i can give i'm with nick in that i didn't overly hate it like the rest of twitter did I, it was silly and you could kind of see as soon as they've brawled to the back you knew what was happening because you knew that Kyrie Sane was being written off TV that night but Kyrie Sane didn't go out on her back she beat the champion last week oh, and, and she just happened to be beaten up by the, the champion about Kyrie all from yeah. from everyone that they're, they're it's like when Moxley left yeah. yeah it's like when Moxley left mm. it was, he got his own pay-per-view <laughs> you know what I mean it was, it's like what is going on um, but I feel like this this is going to, with that promo Asuka did backstage afterwards, just basically screaming angrily. I know she does a lot mm. of screaming angry. This was a different level of <laughs> screaming angrily. I feel I hope we're just going to get Asuka on a fucking rampage for a while now. Which rampage! Oh, Sterling Archer style. She's <laughs> oh, we're going to happen. So you, Austin, you that know. episode of Heat where he came in and stopped every match by stunning everybody <laughs> in the match, except it's Asuka choking bitches out. So now you've got week, two women USA. on a roll on a rampage going through the entire women's division. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm Who's all for as many rampages as possible. I'm like one woman myself. Well, Sh- Shayna is. Shana, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't call that a rampage. That's but, she, mm. she came out oh, and Oscar's, said it. Oscar's That's what rampage. she's going to do. She's going to go through bitches. Well, and this, this, go, this, this ties in with my WWE booking flaws of booking two people the same on the same show at the same time. It's... Just, if it's you like to use the phrase, if I do paraphrase you slightly, judge the destination, not the journey. If this leads to Asuka stopping every single match, male, female, commentators, referees, production staff, Kevin Dunn, if she chokes everybody out next week on Raw, totally worth it. Totally worth it. If this is the end game, I'm all for it. See, if, if that does happen, I would personally bring you to headquarters and buy you everything on the menu. Hooray for chicken. Um, that's how yeah, I'm all, I know that. If that's what happens, if Asuka starts fucking choking everyone out next week I'm all for no, it Asuka's going that to get fucking weird murdered kind of and bludgeoned by Nia Jax next week that's what's going to happen uh, do you see Oba- and is saying she's not choking out Randy Orton she is she's she's on a rampage Sterling Archer style <laughs> oh yeah maybe yeah maybe she she, uh, she she goes to Orton but she can't reach him because he's so tall maybe that might be the out <laughs> do you see uh, Obama Young's at the top of the cup oh Arsenal oh Arsenal yeah, they had, so they had the little the banner thing set up for the big team photo afterwards and he's walking over with the cup and he's kind of you know, kind of he's hunching down a bit and the next thing drops the trophy pleb did they do like Liverpool did with the the fireworks in the stands and shit no, like which was quite cool middle of the pitch um but yeah I think I think we buried raw enough there they, they buried Raw. They buried Raw themselves. Yeah. <laughs> this is and this has been this has been done by the same Bruce Pritchard who thinks that Nick Aldis doesn't have an it factor, despite oh, having not off. watched any of his stuff for the last couple of years. Nick Aldis is is the treasure. What's he called? The national, national treasure. treasure. And that's correct. He's fucking great. He is a um, true champ, and he looked like um, a champ, and he's a man. Yep. Yeah, damn right. Um, Smackdown then decent show it started off kind of weird I wasn't that into it by the end let's just get to the good stuff right yeah. uh, Nikki Cross faces Bailey for the title I think it was for the title yeah. I can't remember but anyway uh, Nikki obviously loses the match um, she's very upset um, Alexa Bliss comes in to kind of console her but no there wasn't an attack she just she said leave me alone leave me alone please right leave now. me alone Alexa can't do it right now Yeah, and then um, she pushed Alexa over 
Alex is very upset that her friend has been knocked right over and luckily Nikki's back just in time for this and um, oh 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 a libation puff of all you're gonna need it because we're talking the good stuff now there we go so Alex is alone in the ring after being betrayed she's quite upset and then the lights the the rolling lights going down happens I was like oh my god I was playing Pro Evo put the controller down I was like I was playing an online game I don't know how the game finished it just continued playing I was like oh my god what's happening here the fiend comes out and he, I think he uses the hurt hand I couldn't quite it make it out I meant to watch hand, it back yeah. yeah yeah and he puts the mandible claw on Alexa Bliss holy shit balls just took it to my vein Bruce 2020 just took it just took it to my vein adequate I didn't say stop could do it too Steve never stop good night everybody this was fucking brilliant I loved it and they flashed up the they flashed up the graphic to signal the end of the show as well the NXT yep yeah, I was did. so close mm-hmm. to switching off the show. I was I I was at that level because like let's be honest, it's main roster SmackDown. Did, did I like, you, what, no. what are you gonna miss type thing? You yeah. know. After the pin inside you're like, ah, it's just gonna be next week on SmackDown, what's gonna happen? You, you never expect anything yeah. cool to happen after the bell and in a match. W- one other thing that I kinda didn't think of until until later today was you know we were only talking about it a couple of weeks ago of the whole Baron Corbin hitting the end of days on Becky. Now you've got oh, the yeah. Fiend hitting a move, uh, producing a move or conducting a move on Alexa oh. Bliss. And Antox puts it in the chat there. He says, himself and Deliverance talked about it. The Fiend doing that to Alexa currently has 1.4 million views Less than on a day. YouTube. Like, yeah. Holy shit. Like I saw some backlash about the you know intergender feuding on yeah, Twitter. I was, I was wondering like, if there was off. anything. Yeah, it's just a fucking storyline. It's not even an impactful move. As yeah. uh, at least the end of days, you could you know make some poor justification yeah. that you know man yeah. hitting woman. Corbin bad. took care of it all. Yeah, Corbin looked after on that move though. If I remember, oh, completely, hundred percent fine. Holy nice clean. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. literally nearly treble anything else. Wow. The Bailey yeah, cr- the Bailey cross go. match is the second highest on five hundred twenty eight thousand views. So it's so almost it's nearly times. a million more. <laughs> so, oh, so fantasy shit. book this, lads. Where, where does this go? So this is to obviously get Braun Strowman. Then again, right? Hold on a second. Braun, Braun Strowman's dead. dead. He's, yeah. dead. He's, dead. he's dead. If this is Lucha Underground, he's gone, right? Someone won in a medallion by murdering him. This is where I'm going. But So Braun Strowman is still floating around somewhere. And this is to draw him out of his hole to come back and save Alexa. Because they're because he fancies Alexa, that was part of the vision he but had like, during the. the but all he has to do match. is just pay four hundred quid to get a cameo to ask her out. <laughs> <laughs> that tweet was amazing. The fiend paid four hundred dollars to speak to Alexa Bliss. But oh, remember God. way back when when um, Bray White was having the feud with Finn Balor, and they were going to have that match at I want to say TLC match. Yeah. Thank you. What was it? Mumps yeah. or measles or something? Uh, meningitis. Thank you. Meningitis. Yeah, it took um, took Roman you, and Bray out. Yeah. Yes. And then we, thank you, Jojo. And then we had Kurt Angle in the Shield looking really happy about it. That and was fantastic. What a night of wrestling. Had. Yeah. AJ and Balor. Yeah. yeah. But oh, that was a great match. match. It was the whole Sister Abigail versus um, Finn Balor's 
demon child thing and everyone was like everyone was kind of teasing (laughs) and everyone was kind of saying okay well sister abigail if it's going to be a real person who should it be and the overwhelming consensus was alexa bliss would be fantastic Mm -hmm. as sister abigail maybe this is the fiend's way of uh, i want to say this politically correct abducting her and brainwashing her into being sister abigail he used the hurt hand, so she's going to end up healed out of this. Well, I'll heal her anyway if she's yeah. a bit hurt. Um, but, <laughs> you know, like, it, and kind Still of what, what leads into it is the fact that, you know, they tease her as Sister Abigail in the swamp match as well. Whether that was just her, you know, as a hallucination mm. for Braun Strowman, you know, wanting to you know, go into the river or whatever. But it, it's tying a ribbon around a lot of things that it could end up being something spectacularly good, but I'm 100% expecting this to be 100% horribly shite because that's what uh, we've been... Uh, just to do. let people know, my laptop is about to take off with the heat here. <laughs> so just, if if my laptop crashes, I apologize. We'll come back on for 10 minutes, but it, it's looking dicey. So I might want to start speeding things up here, to be honest. <laughs> uh, that is another reason why we might not be... I, I'll present it to the chat while there's people there. We may move off of Mixler and we may do the show in Discord because we do it in Discord. So we would invite anyone in to Discord and you just listen. For example, I know on Talks and Deliverance are always in the chat room uh, for Wrestling Soup. You know how it works. Um, same idea with Craig, the bot. Um, it makes the... Mixler is a bit shit and there's a lot of workarounds I have to do to make it work. Um so I don't know <laughs> broadcast from your fridge <laughs> problem solved sorted perfect um, we may do that I don't know we're, we're going to test it I haven't installed yet I'll test it over the weekend or something if whoever has their permanent setup set up I'll just give you a quick bell on discord yeah. we'll check every yeah. two minutes trial yeah. run trial run <clears throat> yeah yeah the lads are saying to me yeah my, my whole thing was that it's you know the plus elsewhere type people you know they can just tune in via the link I like that it gives you the radio show feel and you lose that by going exclusively with discord um, it's not like we have a giant community of followers you know that kind of way like soup does but um, we'll see we're going to give it a trial run I was going to say we'll do a B show there but the B show needs the chat so we can't do that mm. we need to do a wrestling show in there um, we'll see how it goes just in case because then it would solve this little problem that or I buy a new PC and in the current economics situation, I don't really feel comfortable dropping 1500 quid on a PC. So, let's see. Um, what else was on SmackDown that was worth chatting about or will we get to Sonya our voting? Sonya Deville, did you cover that? Oh, Sonya, yes. So, clearly a lot of COVID people have come back. So, Sonya, Mandy, uh, Tucker and uh, Otis oh, yeah. are back. Otis, oh, poor yeah. Otis, he lost okay. his briefcase too. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So the the whole thing was that um, Mandy is going, what was this about Otis eating Mandy or something? I can't remember what was quite what? going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she mentioned the cherry on top. I was like, I understand that reference. Yeah, it was gonna, um, he was going to have a peach sundae with, uh, yeah, lathered in, uh, with whipped cream, lathered in chocolate sauce and with a little cherry on top. So to speak. Yes. So, so teabagger? That, that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man so they were going to go to dinner is what Antox says but that was the whole that's why Roman Reigns won't come back because all these pricks keep going out to restaurants (laughs) (laughs) 
um yeah so that was good and then you had sonia attack mandy uh, her lipstick got spread across kind of her cheek and all this shit and then she started cutting her hair off so the rumors seem to be true that they're heading for a yeah. heading for a aha, hair versus hair match hair versus hair match at the floating summer yeah, outstanding she got, she got the old uh, razor out but the uh, refs held her back before she could get to her with that uh, Adam Pierce being so. the only person not to recoil in fear at the Clippers since he's already bald <laughs> <Wait. laughs> uh, look I'm all in on Sonia Deville oh, she's great oh, strapped, I, got, I thought she was great the rocket. Sorry, tough enough. Like, yeah. she's always been great they yeah. just haven't given her a chance oh. Remember in NXT the MMA gimmick? Mm. Uh, was her name Daria? Wasn't it? Yeah. I think that's her real name, probably. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They called her Daria on the show, and I was like, "Oh, who the fuck is this?" Mm. But she is next level. She's up there with Bailey and Sasha. Like she is tippity topper. Oh, like if you're looking at the, the SmackDown women's roster, like there's a girth of mm-hmm. difference there. You've got Sasha and Bailey at the absolute peak of Mount Everest. You've got Sonya Deville halfway up, and then you've got everyone else ten thousand miles away in a different continent. Speaking of everyone else in the women's division being on that now. Took it. So there was a match between what I think is a good character and uh, in Lacey Evans. I think she still should be Sonya from fucking Mortal Kombat. But um, yeah, they tried a Canadian Destroyer. It was. Naomi claims it wasn't a Canadian Destroyer. However, it was a sliding blockbuster is what she attempted. Now, that's her. She just dug herself in a hole. Because if you look at that replay, if yeah. it was the Canadian Destroyer, Lacey fucked up. If it was a blockbuster, yeah. they both fucked up. Yeah. I think it was Canadian Destroyer. Because the way Lacey goes, she does go to do the backflip. Yeah. And she has, it looks as if Lacey had, had her, you know, grabs her by the knees to do the backflip thing. But she let go. But then Fitz was like, no, I think it's on both of them. I was like, no, dude, it definitely Lacey fucked up. If it was a Canadian I watched Destroyer, it back in slow I watched it a few times. It's definitely yeah, Lacey yeah. if it was a Canadian Destroyer. Mm. Now, if you look at it again, and Fitz pointed out, and I was like, oh, maybe you have something there. Naomi flips out of it like a head scissors. And then and is the that why they lost the grip? To, that's what I mean. Yeah, she goes off to the side like a head scissors. Mm. Is that why Lacey lost her grip? I don't know. It, it just didn't click. And again, it, yeah. on a recorded yeah. show, why yeah. are we seeing Edit it this? out. I think that, I think that could be camera angle. I'm watching the replay here now, and I think it could be camera angle. Right, mm. okay. But like, uh, Naomi lands kind of on her hip. Mm. Do you know, she seems to flip. Now, maybe that's because, I don't know. It seems like she does the, the like if you do a running head scissors off a, you know, off an Irish whip or whatever. Seems to be that type of thing, like a lucha kind of spinning out hurricane around. She, she was claiming it was a blockbuster. She clearly grabs her around the waist. What the blockbuster are you trying to fucking do? Like the the blockbuster is like the thing where you jump and flip into like a neckbreaker. Yeah, type yeah, thing, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Neck yeah, 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 yeah. The overcastle, as they used to call it in the SmackDown games. Yeah. Um, uh, look at it's not a blockbuster. She, <laughs> she grabbed her on there. It's a Canadian destroyer because Rey Mysterio does that, doesn't he? He's sliding yeah, Seth, out of the Seth ring Rollins into the Canadian it. destroyer. Ah, there you go. Not Seth Rollins, but like why not Seth Rollins? And I know we're obviously no, I mean we're the Canadian destroyer that Rey slides that. under the ropes, doesn't he? And then he does the Canadian destroyer into that, or he did do it at one point, probably with Andrade under on that series of class matches. Yeah, but anyway, probably. sorry. Like. Ugh. Am I? I know I, I'm kind of a, one of the most harshest critics of Naomi, but am I wrong to say that she's you know punching above <laughs> her weight, you know, talent-wise here? She's athletic. I said it last night. She's athletic as fuck, but I can remember more Sonya Deville 
stuff than I, I can remember more Sonya Deville matches and segments in about three years with the company than I can with Naomi who's been there nearly a decade she had her one mania moment thing where I, she returned after having to get stripped of the title that's pretty much all she's done I, in I her forgot hometown and the rumble pop up on the thing last night I forgot that she won that Wrestlemania Battle Royal mm. yeah even even mm-hmm. her big achievements the fabulous moolah Battle Royal oof I don't think she's bad. But she's not, not really bad. a no. she's, grand. she's, she's not memorable. Not, yeah. But like why is there such a Twitter movement for her uh, to get better know. treatment? Stan Stan culture. Well I I can understand okay, she's obviously a, a very nice person. She's well liked, well received. Athletic yeah. as Gordo says, you know, and has a funky entrance. Great entrance. But like yeah. what, is that enough to justify multi title reigns? Is it enough to justify main eventing shows? You know where where does talent merit? Uh, where does the equalizer between those two? I don't know, dude. It's it, it, it hurts my head so much. By that logic, I think Sonya Sonya Deville is leagues ahead of time champion. Sonya Deville is leagues ahead of most of these people, and she should be the ones in one in title picture <laughs> ahead of Naomi, right. ahead of anyone you can name. I'll use the comparison made last Sonya Deville has not won the world title yet. Yeah, I'll use, I'll use the comparison to use that. Now is the time. Too. I remember more more just from the matches side of things. So even as athletic as she is, I remember more matches where Alexa Bliss done her weird double jointed elbow spot dislocating her arm and an arm bar or whatever than I do Naomi matches in general. Yeah. Like so, we, we criticize rightly Alexa Bliss for not being the, the greatest wrestler on the roster. Oh she's not. <laughs> she's not. But she brings more to the table than Naomi does. Mm-hmm. Welcome to a moment of bliss. Is there anything else? Is there anything else we're talking about on SmackDown considering time constraints? Uh, Chad Gable turned heel. And he's Chad Gable again. Oh, Chad. Is he yeah, though? Chad Gable. He's yeah. Chad Gable. They said yeah. it multiple times. Ch- Chad Gable. He was never not Chad Gable. If, if Baron Corbin <laughs> is responsible for Gable getting his name back, <laughs> are, people, 2020 is are wild. people starting to become fans of Corbin? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was really upset when Corbin came out to Jeff Hardy. I was like, oh, no. He just got over this Seamus thing. Not Corbin. I posted a tweet and I said it to you. I was like, you know, I'm I'm one of the few people that enjoyed the Jeff and Seamus stuff, but it's time to move on. Let's 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 move go on. Back, go back, go <laughs> back, I was like, go back, go back to Seamus. Go ah, back. Ah, no. <laughs> oh, Steve, Steve, Steve. Um, do you want to buy a dag? Do you want to buy a dag? Someone pointed it out to me actually. Uh, Kieran pointed it out to me, a friend of mine from home. It's a guy called. I said it's like Mickey from Sma- uh, from Snatch that he's that uh, Seamus is dressed as. It's actually spot on what he said it's a guy called mad sweeney from american gods if you google him there um he wear he literally wears the white tank top the the wrist tape and the suspenders with the pants and the hat it's literally him that's exactly what it is oh and he's in God, a bar fight wearing those oh yeah, clothes that's pure, that's yeah. Pure, yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's in a bar fight wearing the exact same clothes now i thought snatched straight away there it is. That's what he's using. Mad Sweeney as well. Uh, so shout out to Kieran for that. Fucking what a spot. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um So anyways, uh Chad Gable hopefully gets uh gets some good stuff. Uh one thing I'll mention. Once again the the, the streak continues longer than the Undertaker streak. Every time Matt Riddle is discussed by another person or Matt Riddle talks about Matt Riddle, the barefoot thing is mentioned every shoes. time without fail. Every single time, even in that throwaway one, think about oh, you're like this guy Matt Riddle. That guy can't find his shoes. That line was needless. Mm-hmm. This is a directive. They have said you have to mention his shoes regardless. Every fucking whatever time. Riddle isn't wearing shoes. Everyone should be saying, "Where's Riddle's <laughs> shoes? Where's his shoes?" <laughs> uh, uh, actually, show of the week. 
before we go down, one thing I would say actually, the match between AJ and Grand Metal League. Very oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was very good. Very mm-hmm. good match. And we're potentially setting up for Lucha Dragon House Party men against uh, Nax and Cesaro, yeah. which, mm-hmm. oh, my sweet fucking Lord, give them 20 minutes, please. Yeah. Yeah. That's going I to be murder, yes, please. Well, I did like it. This is something that wasn't on the show or anything, but uh, like, obviously they had said that this, this lounge is for champions only, and then later on, like, Instagram and stuff, they're supposed to Bailey and Sasha were in there with them partying. Yeah. I was like, nice. Was they're champions. Yep. Be champions. Be champions. Fantastic. Yeah, we're champions. <laughs> if I speak, I will be in trouble. Um, so, yes, we'll move on. Show of the week. I think based on what we're talking about, probably SmackDown. Amazing. Normal, yeah, but SmackDown. I'm going to preemptively... Because it used to be that Raw was really gonna, good, but then they fired Heyman. <laughs> That's been shit. I'm going to preemptively say my show of the week is Talking Shop of Mania. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Talking Shop of Mania is the show of the week. It hasn't it's even It's going to be both yet. the best and worst show of the week. <laughs> And if anyone is complaining on Twitter about this being a, a bad, it's that's the point. Yeah. It's a parody of a pay per view. It's going. It's specifically going out of its way to be you shit. Don't tell people so. how they should feel. God damn it! You're so toxic. Oh, damn. I'm like WrestleJoy. I mean, um, <laughs> anyway, good old WrestleJoy. I thank God for WrestleJoy. I knock tremendous crack out of them every week. They bring us um, much WrestleJoy. But they bring me wrestle joy, <laughs> even if wrestling can't bring joy to their hearts Aww. this week. Um, SmackDown, yeah, really, really, really enjoyed yeah. SmackDown. Um, even without the ending, the Sonya Deville thing just kicked yeah. it into a whole new yeah. fucking gear. Like other than the, um, the the downed spot with um, Lacey and Naomi match hmm. spot excluded, nothing really kind of felt off on that show. No, Big E was no. was dominated a bit too much for my liking. With yeah, like, yeah, well, got the win and. Has a new f- great mm. submission finisher. Stretch muffler. Stretch muffler, yeah. He's been using that for a while, to be Weird. fair. Weird. Never a finisher. But never, as, never as a finish, yeah. Um, so that was good. Uh, so that's an easy one. SmackDown is the Ooh, yeah. show of the week this week. Um, so give me... I'll start with uh, Nikki and go left to right. So Nikki Fitz, Gordo. Give me best match, worst match. Best match. I'll probably go the IC match for best. Trying to think what else possibly about uh, Gargano and gonna, Strong I, maybe. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna jump in and say Swerve Atlas. Yeah, I was between that. I, they, they were the going making a free fall. Free for all. Fuck, they're going around. Free for all. <laughs> fuck it. More crack with the free for all. <laughs> no, I was more so kind of trying to remind him that that match happened because I know he said earlier he really. Oh no, no, I, I that's uh, and I was and I approved this method. Let's all jump in on this. I like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck, best, fuck the normality. Best that worst. I hate to say it, probably the AEW ten man. Yeah. Oh yeah. That or um, Shida Diamante. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to give that a pass because I've seen Diamante do much better. I think this was just okay. this was just two yeah. I think man. this was just two people possibly wrestling each other for the first time and didn't quite click. Whereas yeah. the other match was just a shit show. Yeah, and Chris Jericho was in there. Come on, yeah. like <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, Fitz, I, what do you I reckon? Agree with Nick. I match was was up there. If there was a bit more story around the Gargano strong match, that would have won it for me. Because, like I said, belt to bell inside the ropes, that was fantastic. Uh, worst was by Country Mile, Naomi, and Lacey Evans. Hadn't thought of that, yeah. Uh, Ali Lashley mm. gets an honorable mention as well, just for the reasoning behind it. <laughs> the decision. Not that it was a bad match. No, but, not, not, Ali um, doesn't have bad matches, I will say that. But you don't the like fact- to try commit suicide in matches, though. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that dive is scary, yeah. man. Jesus. It's like an arrow. 
Uh, I'd probably go. Um, yeah, I'd probably go the IC match as well. A close call with Gargano and Strong because of my strong bias for Johnny Gargano. I loved the, loved but, the um, ending of the main event of NXT of how it was done. I know people will say whatever they want about mm. the fact of being Thatcher getting choked out. I still liked the way it was done. It was Loomis sneaking in and yeah, I thought that was I, like, I just love Loomis. Loomis, Loomis is, yeah, he's fun. Fuck you. Fuck Do you know who doesn't love him? Server. The character. Brian Alvarez. Oh. Jeff, did you watch it? This is the best comment. This is the best this is the best comment he has you know he's not very happy about the match he doesn't really get the character or whatever he goes he starts listing things that are wrong with the character one of them was he's not over You're like how do you judge that there's no crowd like how do you <laughs> like, and then and then i was like does he is steve in, in yeah. my house he's very over lisa loves him as well <laughs> he's not putting, um he's not putting butts and seeds dexter loomis nobody is dexter loomis and the seats. coronavirus not allowed seats it, <laughs> They have to stand. Um, but the other thing I was thinking, does he mean in the ratings? But sure, one week NXT wins, another week AEW wins. Well, you know, no there's... Actually, that would <laughs> it's not to see, actually, you know, the, the Luma segments, how does that react with the, the ratings? I would like yeah. to... Yeah, has anyone found out how to get these yet? Because I'm really interested in it. I want to go down to the quarter hours here. I yeah. want to see the crack. I want to see if the demo got lost any ratings, because that would be hilarious. I want to see the flows, because that would definitely... Like, would, that yeah. would be interesting. To, to map them against each other and put a timeline mm. load of what's actually happening. Might do some digging on Reddit later and the see. The main event of NXT, the the highlights clip they have of that is the second most viewed clip of NXT on their YouTube ca- channel at the moment. Second actually, only right. behind the Keith Lee carrying crossbit. Gordo, you've reminded me of a good yeah. thing. I texted you on Tuesday after I watched Raw from the night before and I said, and I quote, the best thing that was on Raw last night was the ad for NXT this week. Yeah, true. And I I 100% stand by that comment. When I woke up in the morning, three promos in a row. Fuck me. The lack of creativity. Someone said, Orton, okay, your promo is when I woke up this morning, I wanted to be WWE champion. Oh, God damn it. I'm a genius. I gotta do three of them. (laughs) Ah, That's tremendous. Um, Yeah. But anyways, best segment, worst segment. Best. Best. Um, yeah, Ricky Starks promo or MGF. Think so. Yeah, yeah. I preferred the Starks one. I split yeah. this. No, best promo. Can't. Best promo. Ricky Starks. Best segment. The ending of SmackDown. Ooh, oh, yeah. the SmackDown ending. Shit, Gordo, stop using logic to make me agree with you. I'm a genius. Okay, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna sit on the fence like Gordo and give the exact same answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the fiend. <laughs> The Fiend and Ricky Starks. Yeah. <laughs> they're both they're both amazing in such different ways. It's yeah, 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 hundred percent. For the lack of the production that was put into it, I'd not I'd give the nod to Ricky Starks. That's just a man with a microphone. Whereas think of all the things that had to go into that whole thing for yeah, the like Fiend. His hand so it's more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and worst segment then. What do you think, Nick? Sorry, I didn't let you go. No, I I probably go Fiend as well. Actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Worst. Uh, mm. Worst. Alistair Black losing an eye. Was that part of the match? No, it wasn't. It wasn't part of the match. It was the aftermath, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, that was one hundred percent the worst for me. Hmm. It's definitely. It's definitely from Raw. Yeah, it's <laughs> not part of Raw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just say Raw. Yeah, I think we can narrow it down to Monday night. Raw. <laughs> raw. I think the opening twenty minutes. As one segment, as one batch of television where you had three of the same promos back to back in the middle of the only, a 
match that was going to be made official that wasn't made official, but then they did 20 minutes later anyway. Yeah, like, I know it's not a segment. I don't want to break the rules too much because we've already broken the rules once, yeah, like tonight, I, but Ricardo was right. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think the eye thing has to be the worst. The only saving grace for it is they had the whole slight tease of a bit of dissension between Murphy and Rollins where Murphy was kind of a bit hesitant and he had to get he got the slap in the face and everything mm. and I, I wonder are they just holding off on the off chance of Ray doesn't re-sign that they're not going to be able to go further down the line with this story so they're starting to kind of just plant the seeds just in case they need to split Rollins to give him something new to do have him versus Murphy if they can't go mm-hmm. with the two of them against Ray and Dominic we'll have to wait and see what the old, uh, eye watch is Gonna, yeah. it's going to be on Monday but you know that's the one slight saving grace I'd give that segment is they kind of teased something and it shows that they might have actually put a bit of thought into something for once but like yeah that yeah. whole segment was still shite yeah I know fucking yeah if if, if, we're, if that's a segment I'm in the, the Alistair Black yeah. thing yeah Fitz worst of the week mm. Alistair Black 100% for what they've done oh, full house like it's, it's for the character the potential the, everything good about a person on the main roster is Alistair Black yeah. you literally couldn't hope for a better person man woman or child to to be able to build on for the next 10 to 15 years and for them to bastardize it so badly for someone who has proven time and time again that he just cannot get over with the fans yeah. Oh, that hurts. It's like it's it's Cena. It's it's Cena at his worst, where they're just feeding him more, feeding him more. No Ryback, you fuck off. Feeding him more, just in the I hope that someday he might get over. Oh, it's so bad. And then you've got Vince McMahon coming out this week on the the the, the media results saying that they're looking to build and develop new stars. Oh, I the irony of that. that coming out this week. When you've got yeah. Alistair Black of of all the people in the world being buried, no. and you've got Ali being buried he, as well, he said this after Raw was taped. Both shows were taped last week, yeah. so he knew that Alistair Black had been buried twice in a row yeah. since the yeah, like the last thing he recorded on a Monday night was Alistair Black getting completely fucking buried. Yeah. No, after spending a year having him beat everybody, yeah, never losing. I'll just go point out, and I think I mentioned it last week, two weeks ago, I was talking about how I wanted Extreme Rules to end with Alistair Black hitting a black mask to the back of Drew McIntyre's head and setting, oh, up, a title feu- and setting up a title feud for SummerSlam. Now look, how the mighty have fallen. And the thing is, at the time, the way he was booked, you could imagine something like that happening. The lad was undefeated. He'd gone through everyone. The next logical step was he needed to go after a title somewhere. Mm-hmm. You don't see that character being a mid-card champion. So you have to go for no. the top title, which would have meant, cool, he's gone after Drew. And as I said, the black mask to the back of the head would have been fucking beautiful. But here we are now. He's He can't see shit, so he's not going to be able to judge depth perception when it comes to hitting the kick. That's what they're fucking doing. His first match back. <laughs> That's what it he's is. He's going to go for black mask his first match back. He's not going to be able to judge depth perception. He's going to miss your man by around about half a foot, and he's going to get hit with the other guy's finish. There yep, it is. There you yep. go. Done. That's, and he's a broken and, arm. Uh, that's also going to bring me into another segment, which we're going to get to in a minute, which is our good old Smooth Jimmy. Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. Beautiful. That's what's happening. That's my lock Jim. of the week right there. Alistair Black's next match. <laughs> he's missing the black mask because he can't judge their perception. <laughs> I'm just going, my lock of the week is a talking shop. Talking shop and menu is going to be amazing. I'm, I'm dropping the money on it. I'm spending the money on it. <laughs> 
Any locks of the week, boys? Oh uh, boy. Our, our our match of the our show of the week next week is going to be um the one that's on tonight. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> My lock of the week is that Eric Bischoff shows up on <laughs> AEW Dynamite. <laughs> Ooh, that's um, a big lock. That's a big lock, all right. Fitz. Uh, I don't know actually, this is gonna be a tricky one. Um Actually, I'd just go with Eric Bischoff. It's a solid lock. I don't have anything because I'm not too hopeful for next week uh, with what what's been advertised so far. Let me go. Mm. Let me go with that. Is actually, do you know what? Sonya murders uh, Mandy. I think. I think that's that's like, the big story I'm looking forward to next SmackDown. Ridge Holland wins so, the qualifying match yeah, with the ladder match. Got Ridge Holland as maybe. Yeah. That's actually uh, one point that I was going to think. They've put in two guys out of the five so far were the outside favourites to win those respective matches. Based on booking, I'd put Balor and Thatcher ahead of oh, Blooms yeah. in terms of favourability to win that match. Now, they've made it a five-man ladder match, which initially sounds to me weird because why only five? It's usually six, if not seven. So I have a funny feeling they're going to add one more after it, maybe a, a catch-all battle royal of the eliminated people to fill that last spot. Mm. Um, but maybe this is their chance to properly differentiate that title. Maybe they put five unknown entities into that match so that you've kind of downgraded that title to being the intro title to NXT. So if you had Finn Balor, if you had Johnny Gargano, if you had other people in that match where their main event level guys are just below it, then you're still having that muddied water between where does the title fit. But if you put five rookies in there, then immediately you've kind of put a a standard on that title which would help everyone to understand its positioning on the card so like Gordon said last week yeah <laughs> exactly I knew that sounded familiar he just MPF'd me that's what I mean it's, it's coming true they've it's actually done it yeah potentially coming to fruition yeah fair fucks to them if they do it's, it, it's needed I think, I think the show yeah. needs it in a big way and it'll help bring more structure to it that I think it badly needs so yeah it's hopefully fun. And it needs Rick Boogs to break up the monotony Boogs. of the very super serious, super serious storylines. Push Boogs. Boogs well, 2020. If you push Boogs, he can't be in the crowd anymore. He can do what he wants. He's Rick Boogs. He can't be in the crowd. Right? Did you see him playing? Main event. Did you see him playing guitar out in his, on his lawn? Oh. And people are asking him what he's doing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but plugs. I think it's time for blo- for the old plugs. Because this computer is burning the table. Cool, Take a burger. <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, some people do want to get more of us here at the All Alleged Wrestling Podcast. You can get us on all your favorite podcast apps. You can get us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you're listening now, you will find us. You can also uh, find us on Mixler for the time being. It's mixler.com forward slash the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. We may move to Discord in the near future. We're going to test it out and see what happens. Uh, if wherever you're listening does have a rating system, please make sure to give us a five-star rating because that'll help improve our reach. We can get more people listening to our ramblings every week. Um, you can also find us on the Wrestling Soup Network on WrestlingSoup.com. Make sure to go on there, check out the Wrestling Soup Boys themselves and a host of other podcasts for whatever your podcast needs are. And also make sure to check out the Wrestling Soup Boys on Patreon as well. Uh, they're turning out top-quality content, so make sure to give them a listen. And also a shout-out to our brothers over at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. Make sure to use the promo code AWP for Alleged Wrestling Podcast to get 10% off your entire order. Currently shipping only to the US, but in a post-COVID world, they will hopefully be able to finally get things sorted and be able to ship to Europe so we can get that sweet, sweet merch. 
And also, if you are on Twitter, make sure to follow us on there as well. It's Ashtubit Wrestling. Our DMs are always open for any ideas, any sort of segments you want us to talk about, whatever. You know, drop us a line. Make sure to follow us on there and have a bit of a laugh. We try live tweet as much as we can and just have a bit of a laugh during the week. So check us out. And we will be live tweeting drunkenly watching fucking Talkie Shop many a tonight. I hope so. I'm a bit of a two day at the moment, so I don't know how drunk we're going to be. I don't think oh, I'll be up. Oh, I'll be I'll, watching I'll this shit. I'll be watching it, but I, if, if I'm going to be painting, I don't know. I'm on my five days. So I'm sad. On five days off, so I'll definitely be up for it. Nice. I'm on a three day weekend. Uh, I didn't realize it was a three day weekend until like half five yesterday evening. Bank holiday, bitches. Nice. Yeah. Oh, no. Is it a bank yeah, holiday, yeah, buddy? Bank holiday. I'm working fucking eight o'clock in the morning. Ha! Sucker. Ouch. Oh, shift work. I'm not long for this job, but we'll see how that Jolly goes. Um, and if Nick is listening, I'm joking. I told you I'd stay until you get your referral money. <laughs> but now I'm thinking I'm leaving two months and 29 days into it just to fuck you over. <laughs> for being so kind to me and helping me get the job. <laughs> um, but yeah, um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gallows. That's what Gallows quote tweeted somebody today saying, "I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get messed up on four locos, um, or was it four locos? Yeah, four locos. Yeah, yeah. Weird drinks number. Uh, four locos and uh, <laughs> gas station dick pills. I watch talk shop and talking shop and mania. I think that's a good advice for anyone. I think it's the way we leave it. Say good night, ho. Good night, ho. Good night, ho. Good night, ho. Good night, ho.